I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, welcome to episode 188 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, October 28th, 2015. My name is Dan Gorman. Don't you kids know anything? The Serpent of Rehoboam? The Well of Zohanzar? The Bridal Feast of Breath Karuzaveb? I <laughs> <laughs> <you> did it. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and... It takes a real narcissist to think anyone wants to read a book about you. You know how I feel about Anne Frank. <laughs> my name's Greg Legro, and my own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. You wait until mom finds out, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's tons of stuff to talk about this week. Two of us saw the film Room, while one of us went and saw the box office flop gem and the holograms. Two of oh, us yeah. listened. I forgot. Yeah, two of us listened to an album by Corey Feldman called Former Child Actor. Mm, Greg is going to talk about an episode of 90210 mm. in the segment 90210 Yeah Relay at the end of the episode. Mm. Best place for it. And so much more. Mm. But first, if you'd like to rate and review us on iTunes, we'd be very happy to see it. If you can email us at info at modernsuperior.com. You can go to modernsuperior.com and comment on our discus threads on all of our podcast episodes, or you could tell all your friends about us in real life. One person wrote us an iTunes review this week. Uh, his name was Simon from Montreal-ish, was his username on mm -hmm. iTunes, huh. and he gave us a five-star review. He said that his long drives or air travel for work fly by much quicker when he's listening to our show. Uh -huh. So thank yeah. you yeah, so man. much That's terrific. For, do, for telling us that. Yeah. yeah. And he ended the uh, review with an old reference and, and a new, new reference. reference. Yeah. Nice. He said yeah. uh, in two words, uh, essentially correct. <laughs> essentially and then three out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much. Please keep the iTunes reviews coming in. Mm -hmm. um, but for now, we will get into the itty-bitty tidbit committee yeah. where we talk about movies we have been watching, the yeah. news, things that are in the news about movies and popular culture and whatever else. Sure. Um, I wrote down one thing that we uh, didn't talk about last week, because there's lots of news about a potential Die Hard prequel. Right. Yeah. Where they want to do John McClane before Nakatomi Plaza, and, right. and there was another piece of news that came out afterward that that announcement was that... Um, Bruce was like, yeah, man, this it sounds cool. Whatever, I don't give a shit what Bruce says <laughs> anymore. Bruce yeah, is he's, so dead inside. He's super on board for this. Uh, he doesn't uh, give a shit. Look at the last movie. 
Yeah. Like, come on, man. What was the last movie he did versus the last movie he was kicked off of? <laughs> <laughs> what was has he done anything he since did the last Die, Die Hard Disaster? With, yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, sure he did. Probably something else is going to pop like up on Netflix. Been, yeah, with, I, I don't know what rap, what has been rapper hasn't had a movie in yeah. a while. <laughs> I feel like they uh, got something with Coolio coming out. <laughs> well, oh. fingers crossed. Well, I hope so. <laughs> I feel like I saw him pop up on some uh, straight to Netflix. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's been in a few, I feel like. And Bruce Willis, man, what a bummer he is. Yeah, yeah. Like, would you ever have thought in the heyday of Bruce Willis when it was like, oh, Bruce Willis is the fucking, is the best. Yeah. That at some point you'd be like, man, fuck Bruce Willis. (laughs) Never. And it makes me so sad to say it. Yeah, Yeah. but I fully believe it. Yeah. I will. He seems like such an asshole and all the work is so garbage now. Yeah. I'm looking up uh, what he's done recently. Yeah, I love that the, the the piece of news was like um <laughs> was like Bruce Willis says it's a good idea as he plans to uh, how he's going to spend the money he'll get for doing it. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, he's in Rock the Casbah. Uh-huh. Uh he's he was in Cincinnati a dame to kill for. That was a piece of shit. Vice. Oh, Jesus. The Prince Vice. and a good day a to die hard. No, it looks like a what, Netflix what any of those pick. things you said before the Prince a good day and, to die hard. The Prince and Vice both look like this is a thing you won't watch on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, that Die Hard movie, which was not yeah. only the worst Die Hard movie, but just like the, the worst, worst movie. It was the worst movie that year, I think, no question. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was it was entirely superfluous and just, it was hard to watch. Yeah. There wasn't anything Die Hard about it. No. And aside from that, it was hard to watch. Yeah. Oh, man, that movie bummed me out. Yeah. And we're like, we watch a lot of movies. Yeah. We see a lot of bad movies. Mm-hmm. That was, without question, the worst time I had in theaters last year. Yeah. Last year, year yeah. before. I think it was the, I don't know, year and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, um, I it will made say, me forget how time works. That's how yeah. bad it was. I will say that the idea of him of doing a movie where he opens the movie and then we flash back to him as a as a like cop. Uh-huh. There, they could do that right, but they won't. They will not because absolutely. the whole reason that that could be a, an idea that would be worth watching is if it was a drama, right. not an action movie. Right? Yeah. There has to be no action in this no. movie. It needs to be him on and the street. It has to be like nothing. of that time period. No crazy action like yeah. of today. If he's yeah. launching helicopters at like or he launching cars be, at helicopters, yeah. yeah. Like, and then he went to the plaza and was like, "I can't do this." No, like the guy, he's the wrong. He's the wrong. He's a guy who's yeah. not. He's in the wrong place, right time. You know this kind of shit. Like that's what you need. He's not really prepared for it he's the everyman he yeah. became just as indestructible as every other fucking action hero that die hard was the refresher from yeah, yeah. garbage yep don't do garbage. it like that no and, and they won't do it like they won't do it like a gritty street level no, no which of it course be. not no he'll be fucking flying two helicopters at once <laughs> and, and you know fucking uh i would watch other that there wasn't that aren't plausible yeah. <laughs> oh man uh, it's just gonna and be at a this bummer. point who, I, I don't know who they're gonna get to fucking play him young uh, how fucking they could get Lawrence Tierney to play him? Yeah, sure. It's fucking rough. <laughs> yeah. So there was that news. That was the yeah. only thing I wrote down. And just ugh, stop. Yeah. You're just you're ruined. Like there's a whole generation of people that aren't gonna know to go watch Die Hard now because <laughs> of all this shit. Yeah. Just this landmine. Yeah, but I feel like those people probably wouldn't have seen it anyway. So whatever. Well, I don't know. Maybe they would have. I, I this will rob somebody of Die Hard. I promise you. Some person who would have been, otherwise had a wonderful career yeah. creating wonderful action movies. <laughs> Maybe they'll, you know what? Maybe they'll Rocky this, though, and they'll get a good one out. Yeah. You know, like it took a lot, like Rocky took a turn, and then they eventually did a good one. Rocky took, like, 
a okay. pretty crazy turn. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> things escalated. It got you know, there. But it really fast. And yeah, to almost to the point where people forget that the first one is yeah, like, it's really like one an of the Academy movies Award, you could yeah. ever watch. Yeah. <laughs> By four, that's But then they came back, it was like, who needs an old man doing that? And then the one was good. It was Rocky so good. Yeah. Rocky Balboa was amazing. I don't think this oh, is, that'll happen. Speaking of here. which, have you guys seen the trailer for uh, Apollo Creed, Creed or course, whatever it's called? For Creed? months now. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. we talked about it? Sure. What podcast <laughs> I have I been on? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I just saw the trailer uh, a couple of movies ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? What yeah. did you yeah, think? I thought it looked boring, but really? I'll probably watch it. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think I was just like, uh, I feel like this tra- this trailer betrays how good this movie actually probably will be. Huh. In that it over- I really it, like the trailer. In that it no, doesn't look know. as good as it will be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. 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 Huh. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that makes me go. Hmm. Uh, oh man, I, oh. I I CNC Music Factory you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm hoping that'll catch on. Did you yeah, get old Freedom Gorman over here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom oh Gorman. man, guys, that Subway Samosa is killing me from the oh, inside. Oh yeah, Casey ate a Subway Samosa, i.e. a uh, Samosa you can buy yeah. from a kiosk in the Subway right. yeah. station. Yeah. yeah, never a great I'm idea. Sure whatever grease they are boiling in there is just fine. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a, a thick layer of it in my mouth right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah. if we want to run some tests yeah, yeah. later on my corpse, yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> the cleanest place I've seen for food. Is yeah, yeah. The subway oh, station. absolutely. <laughs> That's not a place where people just pee. So. No, never, never. <laughs> did you guys see any other news mm, on the internet? I think I did. Oh, uh, I saw that they were planning on bringing back uh, Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories. Yeah, I saw oh, that yeah. today. Which I'm kind of like, hey, man, go for it. I want yeah, more anthology television shows. I had a shows. conversation about that show yeah. uh, on the way to our Modern Superior weekend. Yeah? Yeah. What were you guys saying? Well, just you know, watching that first episode, so excited and being like so into it. The one with the bomber, the plane. Yeah, and it's like so intense. Cartoon like, wheels. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. cartoon wheels. And I was like, No, fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah. Even as a kid, I was like, You lied to me. Oh, not me. I was <laughs> like, episode. Cartoon wheels. <laughs> no, and I was. Not and me. I, I came to it a lot later. I was like, I'm gonna finally go and see more of this amazing story show I've been uh-huh. hearing so much about. In the you first finished episode. Misfits of Science. And you, <laughs> uh, you yeah, and I was like Cartoon Wheels, but a bummer. But then yeah. I kept watching and found a bunch of other episodes there that are, are great, some really yeah. good ones. Yeah, well, the that's... Gregory Hines episode that's like him doing a kind of giallo thing is fucking awesome. A what? Uh, he like you know the Italian black gloved killer kind of movie. Oh, yeah, they do yeah. a kind of takeoff where he is a magician and he accidentally witnesses like through his telepathy that somebody here was a murderer right. and then the murderer knows that he kind of like figured it out and so the rest of it is just him trying not to get killed by this guy who you've never you don't see on camera ever it's just the black gloves kind of italian thing but played for family fun <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually surprisingly <laughs> really good yeah yeah it's great Hey, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate the way you shut that down as it should have been. Uh, no. <laughs> you know what? No, no. more for me. <laughs> uh, Casey. No. Uh, no. Oh, I was man. put in my place. <laughs> Oh, oh man, uh, yeah, yeah. That, I don't know. Did, I don't know that Jumanji remake is still. Are you kidding? Being talked about a thing that, but they just put out 
ghost uh, goosebumps. Yeah. Goosebumps. <laughs> they just put out Ghostbumps. <laughs> goosebumps is basically Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I say just go watch that one. When are What's they going to remake Zathura? I liked Zathura. I never uh, saw it. It's a fun it. movie. I didn't see it. John but, Favreau. But, yeah. Uh, Johnny Fabs. Uh, Jumanji without Robin Williams? I kind of don't see... Well, why? I, I don't know why they're doing... Is it a doing... remake or is it like a prequel, sequel kind of deal? Yeah, I don't no, know why no, they would just, just say Jumanji again. Why wouldn't they pull Zathura and be like, it's another board game with a yeah. different theme. But sure, fuck it. This one's about getting sucked into the Wild West or some shit. Like just know. some other like yeah. era. Did I say do that? Don't do, I don't know. Don't I guess they're starting to try to hit the nostalgia chords with the... The 90s kids yeah, already. Yeah, the, 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 That's bananas because I think of that... When, when that movie came out when I was in college now. or something, yeah. I don't was, think of that. I think it was like uh, ninety-five. Yeah, yeah no, that, we were still in high school for that one. I think oh, okay. or, it was either ninety-five or ninety-seven around that time, mid nineties. But like, it wasn't well received particularly. Everyone oh, I thought like, it was everybody. It was well received by children. Sure. Yeah. If you go back to the reviews, it's like, well, this is just a bunch of nonsense. And then yeah. if you go back to Dan Gorman, he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I don't know why anyone would ever go anywhere else but to young Dan Gorman. <laughs> Dan Gorman's like, look at those effects. <laughs> young, enthusiastic Dan Gorman. Uh, David Allen Greer is good in that movie. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. When are they going to remake 95? It kids? was made in 95, and it was 39 out of 100 on Metacritic. Yeah. That's not very many. Yeah, not, not many. a lot of people liked that movie no. when it came out. No, it wasn't well received. Roger Ebert said it was a gloomy special effects extravaganza filled with grotesque images <laughs> generating <laughs> fear and easy. despair jesus christ settle down <laughs> a bunch man. of animals this wasn't crazy. a very good yeah. movie <laughs> <laughs> it was a gloomy situation <laughs> just say i don't like it yeah, yeah not for me i'm an old man <laughs> <laughs> that's good jesus yeah so what did you guys watch this week hmm Anything? Mm-hmm. I watched a bunch of stuff. Yeah, what'd you watch, Casey? Start us off. All right. All right, guys. Um, I Well, you might remember last week I came in having seen, finally seen Final Destination. Yes. Right. And I was surprised at what a great movie that was. Yeah. Sure. So we went ahead and watched all the rest of the Final <laughs> Destinations. <laughs> Amazing. All of them. We yeah. saw five Final Destinations. Let me tell you something about Final Destinations. <laughs> There's not many good ones. <laughs> I really like number two. Uh, number two fun. starts out great. I can't remember what any of them are now. Yeah. I don't know, like, in order, because it doesn't make sense. Well, no... well, this is the thing about that franchise is that it's like... All you have to do is remember the first scene. Yeah, yeah. roller the, coaster. Yeah, racetrack. Yeah, yeah. Car it goes, accident. It goes plane, plane crash. <laughs> right, car uh, accident. Car accident or like pile yeah. up. Yeah. Roller, roller coaster. Roller coaster <laughs> um, racetrack. Right. Uh, the last one, which we just watched on the weekend, and I can't remember because. It's the by far the most boring. Really? Because mm. I've heard that the final final movie in the series was one of the better ones. It's insanely bad. Huh. Uh, everybody I know said it was so good. <laughs> yeah, I, it was one of the only ones I never saw. And spoilers for people that are listening. Don't. If you want to skip over, skip over. But like it loops around the series kind of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. In uh, uh, the stupidest, most superfluous <laughs> Um it's uh, yeah. It kind of goes one, two, four, three. I think. Although, like, there's things in all of them because yeah. there's a lot of really fun deaths. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I and, feel and, like the drop off between two and three for me was so sharp that I didn't bother with the race car track one. For, I was like, this is going to be the worst. Yeah. Like it, it's the worst in terms of it being a movie, but it's just it it it's constantly trying to one up it, it itself. Yeah. Um. And, and so. All they're trying to do is they kind of go like the first scene, which oh the the uh, bridge big bridge collapse. That oh, was the yes. last one. Yeah. Um, they they go you know big first scene, uh, some kind of bullshit about kids trying to figure out uh, that death is coming yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, some really half-assed mythology about how yeah. death works. Uh, sometimes told by Tony Todd in a really smirking way uh and, and then violent death after violent death and yeah. some of the deaths are a lot of fun yeah see i feel like two was the last one and maybe i'm wrong because i've only seen three and i think i only saw the first three yeah but for me like two was starting to get too overreaching with their mythology stuff but because the kills are pretty gnarly in two yeah. and they're still balancing the practical effects like the the scene where the guy gets to play glass dropped on him, if you, like, freeze frame that shit, it's like oh. a real dummy full of goo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> full like, on tap. Yeah. yeah. yeah and then it's, the it's guy getting, bananas. like, the, the wire fence oh, near the end yeah, sliced yeah, through yeah. him. Yeah, I watched, like, an, terrific. A, yeah, you watch, like, the behind the scenes and how they did that, and they, like, green screened his legs and had a fake hat, bottom half of his body so yeah. that he could, like fall off of it and then they green screened his legs out what? it's like it's awesome yeah it's to- and it yeah. looks fucking great yeah. totally because it doesn't look like that shit ass and like eventually it all just became real shit ass cg like uh, uh you know people falling on ship masts and yeah and like you know like but but like you see them them falling kind of thing and you see yeah. the mass like coming out of their stomach with all their guts hanging off it and shit <laughs> mm-hmm. Still but it's all cool. really boring cg and, and yeah, it yeah, just yeah. kind of sucks that takes you all out of it yeah. i don't know you can't watch that shit and enjoy grossness if it's yeah. just fucking computerized it, grossness. yeah no know? and it seemed and, like the right franchise to take into 3d but then it i feel like it didn't do much with the 3d the, yeah. oh my god the 3d one is the funniest and i wish to christ i had have seen it in 3d because it does that thing like it's like classic 3d movie yeah. where they're like we gotta get the most of our money for the 3d right. so i'm so ooh, i'm holding it up to the camera yeah. Yo, popcorn at you. Yeah. yeah like it's all of that shit and it's so blatant that that they must have known and so that yeah. was kind of funny mm. <laughs> but yeah man that is a spot franchise yeah <laughs> yeah do yourself a favor and double feature the first two if you've never seen them yeah sure i yeah. was so excited for the third one because it's a roller coaster and i love roller coasters and i was yeah. pretty disappointed the roller coaster yeah. part is actually pretty it's disappointing pretty, yeah um there's but moments maybe but it's, it's because it's mary CG, elizabeth yeah. winstead that i was like i could watch her for uh for a movie yeah i went to see the third one in theaters and i was uh under the influence of a few things <laughs> and i remember at the beginning Pe- of the movie pressure? yeah suggest- <laughs> Suggestions from the audience? Were you doing improv? <laughs> and I, I had broken the seal. Yes, and, and so <laughs> the 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 beginning of the movie, they're going up the hill, and they were like going halfway up the hill, and I was like, I am gonna piss my pants if I don't run and leave. But they're about to get to the best part of the movie. Yeah, and so like I ran out of the theater and went to the washroom, and I came back, and they were still going up the hill. <laughs> and I was like, Phew, didn't miss anything. Yeah. This ten minute scene of them going oh, up the Jesus. hill. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Uh, I, maybe that one didn't have any cool uh oh yeah that was a high school one that had a couple of 
sort of cool dance. Yeah. But uh, yeah, by and large, I guess that one was pretty disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of what horror abs, movies, guys? speaking of horror movies, yeah, I watched a movie called Tales of Halloween. Uh, it played, was Tales telling of me Halloween. about that. Yeah, Tales of Halloween. It played uh, the After Dark Film Festival. It's uh, uh, an anthology film, not unlike Trick or Treat. Yeah, right? um, or Tales it, from the Dark Side. Or Tales from the Dark Side. <laughs> Only uh, so. So this movie, it like has people like Lucky McKee, who made the movie May. Neil Marshall of The Descent, uh-huh. amongst a bunch of uh, other people that you would you would know the names of a lot yeah, of these filmmakers, so like, sure. like kind of a prestige pretty, horror, yeah, pretty like major L.A. kind of notable horror directors. Um, and there's like ten shorts in this one. It's like a ton of them, yeah. and they're all about like five minutes long. Oh, cool. Um, and it is okay. Yeah, it is like any anthology film where there is so much. Just like really, <clears throat> this like you like a person whose movies I have seen and enjoyed. This was like you decided this weak ass thing is going to be your short. Yeah, but there it opens really strong and it closes really strong, and it's one of those things. that's like for the season, it's so it's worth a watch. Yeah. yeah, but I was disappointed because I was like, this is gonna if this is good, you know, I'm gonna put it beside Trick or Treat and watch this every year because sure. I love fucking Trick or Treat. Yeah, man. Mm. But no, I was disappointed. Have yeah. you guys seen ABCs of Death two yet? No, but I keep wanting to because Jordan Morris is in it. I think That's I skipped the only through reason. some of them. Yeah. The, the only way I would want to watch it was the way I watched the first one, which yeah. was I think all of us on. Uh, on Facebook, watching it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I, yeah, I, I haven't watched it for that very reason. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not Who's, synced up with those guys. Yeah. So. <laughs> we should, we should, do we should figure out a time and do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah live tweet it or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just rip it apart because I'm sure yeah. it's got to have the same kind of well, quality yeah. ratio. The first one was a giant waste of time. Yeah. A fun waste of time. No, yeah, yeah. 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 A lot of fun I, watching. Yeah, I enjoyed myself. <laughs> it was terrible though. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of them in there were okay. I barely remember though. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not good enough to remember. <laughs> what did what did you watch, Greg? You I, said you saw something. I only really watched one movie um, after last week. You know, watching everything in the world, and then this week, I don't know what happened. I guess I was busy. I don't know what was going on, but um, I was. I did watch a little more TV this week, pushing through some Walking Dead, trying to finish season five, and Brooklyn Nine Nine here and there. Yeah. But my, one of my movie nights got sabotaged by. Uh, crappy downloads of movies out of sync out of sync audio and visual out of sync uh, which I hate is that. i can't yeah uh, no how, how dare these uh free copies of my movies <laughs> <laughs> I, what, they, uh, like you were saying to me before we recorded they never start out of sync no it seems fine so I'm like, I'm like a through. half an hour in and it's like invested wait, in this story i see like a little moment of it that i think is off i'm like don't you do this to me yeah don't you fucking dare <laughs> and then it gets worse and worse and yeah no good you try the thing where you like back it up, you yeah, know, or like, pause it and wait yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah, this will figure it out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was no good. So I uh, that sabotaged my viewing of Candyman. Oh man, yeah. So about half hour, forty minutes of Candyman, which I haven't watched uh, in entirety in many, many years. Oh, I love and it. I was just so into it, man. And, like it's I like so the good. weird moodiness, and it's kind of the soundtrack is phenomenal, sleazy, and yeah, man, it's a cool movie. Really, really good. Yeah, uh, one of the only <clears> movies that. Uh, stood up to its, you know, um, notoriety because yeah. I didn't see it until I was in college or later, yeah, and was fully past the point of like a movie that people say is a classic horror movie, really, really like unnerving me, right? And then I watched Candyman, I was like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, because it's not like you know he's the Candyman, yeah. he's here to get you. It's not like he's not a boogeyman <laughs> guy, like yeah. 
we'd gotten out of slashers for so long at that point. Like it, it on, on surface, it kind of looked when it came out looked like oh, because so Candyman's the new Freddy or whatever yeah. the fuck. Um, but there was so much more uh, grit and real movie making to this. Yeah. You know, it, it, it wasn't along the lines it, of the teen slash ups. It does shit that fucks you up, like her waking up with like a dead dog's head, oh, and man. like that scene is just so disorienting. Yeah. And that Ugh. bathroom just is the grossest place in the fucking world. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you really feel the yeah. disgust of it when she's in the in the projects. Yeah, and, yeah, man, that's a Virginia Madsen. She's a terrific actress. Um, so anyway, I got to finish it sometime this week because I got really hooked into that first half an hour. Yeah. And then I had the same problem with uh, um, audio shit with The Exorcist. Okay, kind of watch The Exorcist. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, but that uh, and I just was like, oh fucking uh, another day. So God Exorcist, rewatch The Exorcist. Yeah. it's been a lot of years. You got to put some time in between The Exorcist. I did the version I did watch was the two thousand, the version you've never seen before. Okay, that's with the Spider the one, Walk. Yeah, we've we got Spider Walk in yeah. it. Yeah, we watched that one a little over a year ago. Yeah, no. and I'm, I like it a lot. I think as far as like revamps go. Adding the scenes, it's not too much. It's like maybe ten minutes. Yeah. I think the spider walk looks cool as shit. Yeah, definitely. I really like it. And one of the uh, face flashes that comes into it, there's all the little, yeah. little quick little shots. One of them, I had, I guess, because I've I've seen the this uh, you know director's cut or whatever. I guess more times than I thought I had because I really I'd married that imagery some of it to seeing it when I was a kid. Okay, it's the the face on the uh, the uh, in the subway and no the... no in the house when the power goes out and there's yeah. one on the uh, the oven hood or whatever. Yeah. That one I think is just like as far if you're going to throw something into a movie that one is a home run. Yeah, yeah. it's so unnerving. It's just horrifying because it's really short. It's, yeah, it's like blinking you you will miss it. Yeah. Anyway. Exorcist, uh, still terrific. <laughs> yeah. It's a hell of a movie. The acting across the yeah. board is just uh, phenomenal. Phenomenal work. And I was reading some stuff about it today and all this shit, and there's so many different things that people... I'd say, no, the movie's good. There's all these in- in- intense theories and yeah. thoughts on what the metaphors are and what the, the subtext of the movie is. And what I got of it, I know, obviously, the uh, puberty thing is a huge easy one i think it's the yeah. most obvious and like yeah I, I think that element's probably there yeah but i don't think it's the central thing to it like last night when i was watching it all i could think was this movie is the exorcist or uh a sympathy for the single mother yeah because and it's it's ellen burson's performance is so good yeah. she's just fucking crumbling under pressure of trying to have a career and raise a kid who's really maybe under the surface not dealing with divorce too well you know and dad not calling mm-hmm. on the birthday and having absolutely no one listen to her. Yeah. When she knows there's something wrong with her child. And then it's, no, my, my child is not depressed. <laughs> yeah. And no one yeah. will listen to her. And just like this constant thing. And she just gets to that point where she's screaming to Father Karras, like, please help me. Someone help me. And it's just that time period and... and there, there's nothing but single moms in that. There's no, yeah. there's no nuclear families. Everything's broken up. Even Demi... You know, his mom is all alone out there, and there's the frustration of that, and you see a different side of it with him. I, I just thought it was a really amazing, I don't know, it was just different from me watching yeah. it this time. Oh, that's just, interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and then you think movies like maybe The Babadook uh, was sort of born of, of that kind of for idea. For sure. Definitely. I mean, a great many of these movies from the early 70s into the 80s really deal with this divorce as a, mm-hmm. as a backdrop. And like E.T. comes up a lot in those yeah. conversations, and it absolutely has to do with that. And this, you know, very much, because, yeah. oh, it's puberty or something like that, but I could definitely see 
see it being a movie about a single mother trying to uh, deal with not being able to relate to her daughter who cannot deal with the stress of a fucking divorce. Yeah. And yeah. the kid is acting out now, and there's all kinds of people telling this woman how she's supposed to raise her kid, either with religion, psychology, or law. Yeah. You know, it's pretty... Fuck then, that's a good movie. Definitely, yeah. that's, yeah, a, that's good a good one. fucking movie. Yeah, the uh, I I find it's good. I don't think this movie is anywhere near as good as The Exorcist, but it it does that kind of take on it does remind me of The Entity. Oh sure, uh, which is like it starts as like a very Spielbergian single mother thing, yeah, and then yeah, when yeah. she gets assaulted by a ghost, it's like they don't believe her, right? Mm-hmm. And it's very like she's trying to juggle this like you know raising these kids and now dealing with this like assault thing from mm-hmm. a ghost. It's like pretty deep stuff yeah, for man. a movie that's just about a ghost, and yeah, yeah, that movie ends up getting a bit James Camerony for my taste, but I love right. it anyway. Yeah, so yeah. good double feature. Oh fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I watched a horror movie that I've seen before, but I showed Emma. Yeah, uh, just before dawn. Have you guys seen that yet? Just before dawn. Um, it's got George Kennedy in it as uh, one of the non-teenage uh, characters because it is a slasher, um, and it's directed by and Jeff. George Kennedy is not a teenager. <laughs> not a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then I'm surprisingly. <laughs> I will only watch movies where George Kennedy is a yeah. sexy teen. It's it's directed <laughs> well, by and made in the eighties. <laughs> I yep. want old George Kennedy. Yeah. Be like mom, like, mom, yeah. in, in cut off jeans. <laughs> <laughs> cut off jean. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yep, one one of the leg is cut off. One yeah. jeans. He's just stuffed into one leg of <laughs> jeans. Um, no, Just Before Dawn is from 81, and it's directed by Jeff Lieberman, who did the movie Remote Control, which I mentioned mm. about the VHS aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it is a backwoods kind of slasher meets sort of deliverance ripoff about these teenagers who go up in the mountains and George Kennedy lives on the property and says like I don't think you should do that and they do it anyway mm-hmm. but uh, it is just no one it, listens it to is, George Kennedy no never it is uh, just before dawn is so underrated I it, I loved it the first time I saw it I loved it even more this time I feel like I have a copy of that courtesy of you probably and I just haven't watched it, it is yet. so good that it the you know it's a bit slower pa- slower paced of a slasher but yeah. the uh, cinematography and the location are gorgeous. Hmm. Nice. It's grainy as fuck because it's from the early 80s. True. But they are in the, the fucking forest in like a national park or something with waterfalls. That's cool, huge... man. I like the slower yeah. burn. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> slash movies, when it's done like right. Prowler and stuff. And, yeah. Um, uh, but, burning. Uh, burning, yeah. Yeah. Burning's great. Totally. So it's really slow. If you like fuck, those. Whatever. Because when shit happens, yeah. then it's like, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this movie is, the, the characters are likable, which is not something you can say about a lot of slashes from this era. Mm-hmm. And the way that it uses the location and the soundtrack, like there's all these like cricket like whistles and weird like like sounds in the woods that mm-hmm. keep kind of like coming back on the soundtrack. It is so good. Nice. And it has one of the best uh, villain kills of all time. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, I, you, I, I, I highly recommend it. It's a good like turn the lights down to watch kind of Sweet. movie. Yeah. yeah. I'll check that out. Definitely. And I'm terrified of Jordan Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, just the woods and stuff like that with the slasher movies, uh, last week, I guess, I, I mentioned I rewatched Nightmare or uh, Friday the 13th 4. Yeah. yeah. Final chapter. <clears throat> Corey Feldman one and uh, there's a scene in it that always just there's something about it that I like I find really amusing yet sort of like I don't know not hypnotizing but there's something just so weird about it <laughs> it's when uh, the mom and the daughter the ones who like own the cottage or yeah. whatever up there <clears throat> they're like jogging through the woods and I guess they have to jog slow because the camera's in front of them like backing up right yes. to stay with them 
So they uh, they're trying to uh, like look like what's they're, hypnotizing they're more, about no, this, Greg? It's so weird looking the way they run. Trust me, rewatch this movie and the jogging <laughs> scene. There's something very bizarre about their movement because they're like fake running. Yeah, they're not really moving very. But they're fast, trying to look trying like to make they're it look like they yeah. are. Yeah, it's really peculiar. <laughs> it's uh, it's sort of unease, but like in a pleasant way. Like that's a, that's what it is. <laughs> that's a weird unease, but pleasant. Like I like I don't like this, but I'll it keep sounds watching like you're it. dancing around the word boner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, oh, you know what it is. It's like you know the dance that uh, James Remar does in uh, in, in Rent a Cop. Cop. Imagine that is a jog. Okay, <laughs> I can't. Stop I thought you were going to say the it. dance in uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Is it part six? The New Wave Girl. Where she's in her bedroom doing the like, dun, 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 oh, dun, yeah. Dun. that is great. It's that's like not as good as Crispin Glover's dance. Okay, that's yeah, a, that's a dynamite piece of work there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Anything yeah. else? I uh, I watched most of something. Okay, yeah. You guys, mm-hmm. uh, I watched most of uh, Anthony Jeselnik's new uh, yeah stand up, the new one on uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's funny. Like, you can't <laughs> accuse him of not being funny, because yeah. he is genuinely, insanely clever. But, but. come on, guy. D- just a dead baby joke after dead baby joke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's not... I'm not doing the thing where I'm like, now that I'm father. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not doing mm-hmm. that thing. I'm just like, yeah, you, 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 you've come up with some inventive dead baby jokes, but how old are you? And and he does it all with this real laissez-faire kind of uh, thing, which is kind of his thing. And and again, some of his premises and some of his delivery is fantastic. But it's like you're ju- like you're just like doing shock stuff now. Well, like that, if you're yeah. really that clever, apply it to something better than what you're. I doing I tried right to now. get into his album Caligula. Because yeah. it got like a lot of really huge buzz in the comedy mm. scene, and, and I only knew him as like the guy who has the Jeselnik offensive, which yeah. I've never really actually seen, but I just in my mind was like, "Is the Jeselnik offensive? It's the offensive comedy show." Yeah. And so I've always kind of once the album didn't really do it for me, I was like, "Okay, he's just the shocking guy," but well, I've that, never gone back to mm. like actually look at it. That's for what the it thing is. Is, is that like. It's really disappointing because he's really hiding behind a gimmick. Like, he's the shock guy, and he'll say anything, no matter who is offended. But it's it's such a crutch with him, and he's much smarter than that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's really So it's not like a Tosh.0 thing, Daniel, where it's just like, okay, you're no, just being the offensive it's guy. Not Tosh, I don't think you're yeah, better it's than not, this. It's not Daniel Tosh, because that's all he can do. Yeah. Like, that's that he's genuinely not that funny. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what yeah. he relies on. But I think Anthony Jeselnik is better than that. Hmm. And uh, and he just sort of relies on that because that's what's making him money, I guess. And fuck, man, I guess good on you. Yeah. But it's disappointing. Yeah. Meh. Huh. Yeah. Mm. Well, is that it then? I, guess I didn't. So. Shall we? Else. Should we get into film roulette then? I guess if uh, yeah, I don't have yeah, anything else well. really. Yeah. No. Right. I didn't see shit. Yeah. Well, let's get on over into <laughs> film. Get on over. Get on over into film Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week we picked the film Room and the low roller has to go see something shitty. This week we picked the box office 
uh, huge, huge, huge box office bomb. Gem in the holograms. Mm. But the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week, Casey uh, Greg gave yeah. us an album by Corey Feldman. We will roll for <laughs> movies for next week, and we'll hit, hear another album, and uh, we will do it all over again. Yeah. All right. You guys went and saw the 2015 film Room. This played at TIFF to... Who uh, guys r- did? You two. Oh, you Me got too. to see it too? Yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm just so used to you losing. It's yeah. Been, I lost five weeks in a row. I yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie was big at TIFF. It, there was a lot of insanely positive uh, reviews coming out of TIFF. It's based off of a book that was very popular. Uh, this movie, as described as IMDb, is about after five-year-old Jack and his mother escape from the enclosed surroundings that Jack has known his entire life, the boy makes a thrilling discovery, the outside world. This is directed by Lenny Abrahamson and stars Brie Larson, Jacob Tremblay, Sean Bridges, and more. Uh, why don't you tell us about Room? Okay. Go for it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, okay. Well, let's just start off. Uh, what did you think? Uh, I was really, really excited to see this movie. I thought the trailers yeah. looked great. And I was yeah. really interested in the premise, and uh, I quite like Brie Larson. Yeah. So I was really uh, interested to see her in a big uh, showcase role like this. Have you guys seen Short Term 12? No. no. Okay. Everybody said like that was an amazing performance by Brie Larson, and yeah. I've still it's been on Netflix, but I just haven't got around to it because it looks like the kind of movie that I'll be like, "Well, this will be sad." I yeah. Sh- <laughs> 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 yeah I, it's supposed to be amazing, but this will be sad. Mm-hmm. So going, do I going to see Room? I I I was really mentally preparing myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really that. had to because I was just not in the in the frame of mind. I was like, too fragile right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I've, and I was thinking about that too because I'm about two months away from being yeah. a dad, and like all, and a lot of the horror movies that I've been watching over the last little bit have a lot to do with either babies or pregnant. I yeah. just watched Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff yeah. to think about in Exorcist and stuff like that, and a lot of stuff I've been seeing. So it's sort of like I should be okay. This is a very maternal film, you know, and uh, so yeah, I adored this movie, and I was incredibly emotional through the entire thing. I cried a bunch I of times. I cried oh. so many times. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, hands I'm down. I'm so mad yeah. that I missed this out on the movie because I really want to see it. Top five movies of the year. Without question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and it could have gone so many places. This could have been so many different movies. Mm-hmm. Like, it could have diverged from where it starts. It's so bleak and so Terrible, yeah. So and not in like a sensationalistic kick no, you in the no. face with horrible shit way. No. Just in this mundane, everyday, horrible life, and it, it, it almost has kind of like a, a life is beautiful kind of a uh, kind of a thing going on, like where where you know the mom has to sort of make the best of a of a horrific situation. Yeah, um, and then from the you know. I don't know how much of a spoil. Like, well, I don't, for the, I don't the, the trailers, let you know, yeah. they get out of the room. Yeah, I wanted right, okay. to say for the listener that 
I feel like that IMDb description was a little coy. If you've seen the trailers, it is about uh, a mom and and child who have been stuck in a room, basically, right? Like kidnapped of some sort. Yeah, you don't right. really know in the trailer, but they've been put there against their will and have to be there for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, there's a whole like in the trailer. It's like the trailer seems to be bookended between the first half of them in the room, and the second half of yeah. their life outside. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and from from the time that they get out. You kind of go like this could be a bunch of different movies. Like yeah. this, this could just become, you know, a really uplifting, like life affirming kind of thing, or it could be, you know, like the outside world is kind of terrifying kind of thing. But this movie just kind of gives you what would happen. Yeah, what would definitely happen. Yeah, and the ways that it would happen. Yeah, it 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 doesn't try to be anything more than just an honest. Um, assumption, I get assumption of what would happen. Sure. Like you, you can't like say for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it's every step is so true to uh, uh, to sort of the human condition, it, ugh, which is a gross thing to, that I just said. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, uh, just the ways that people would react, yeah. and and you feel for everyone, even if you don't like what they're doing, you feel for everyone. Yeah. Um... It was filmed in Toronto too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I know a guy who was in it. Oh, nice. Yeah, was He's it one of the? In it. He has like one line. He's like at the door at one point, like they're gonna be over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, him. Yeah, oh, he yeah. was good. He's like, hey, it was Justin. So did you? Sorry, his line was. So you didn't know until you saw him, kind of thing. Like, yeah, I didn't realize this was filmed in Toronto, but it was. Yeah, that's always fun. Yeah. Uh. So I was like, well, that's fucking cool as shit. Anyway. um... <clears throat> the, uh, the uh, one thing I really liked about this movie that really really worked for it, aside from the uh, wonderful performances and, the, and the, the relationship between the characters, which is stunning to look at, um, the tension that's going on. Uh, no, because watching the trailer, knowing well they're going to get out at some point, but yeah. watch, still how you're how it and, like, and how and like and what's going to happen until they get and, out of it Jesus there. Christ yeah and and there's so there's this constant tension that gets really heightened and then just when you're like ah oh, and you can breathe for a second this con- entirely different tension settles yeah. in immediately yeah and it's almost more terrifying but it's not manipulative like no it's, no it, this movie is so fucking well made in a way that i thought like look i didn't hate frank i thought it was a, a pretty a great good movie it's <laughs> <laughs> look i don't hate my cat frank uh, it, room was a good movie i don't <laughs> hate frank you, though look, my, look cat frank. my cat though <laughs> I tell you how i feel about my cat and how i don't feel about it <laughs> um uh no but like but I found it a little bit uneven and a little bit manipulative here and there. Sure. But this movie was not that at all. Uh, like, the, this feels like a giant leap in filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, and I really, really liked Frank uh, quite a bit. The same director, right? Yeah. 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 Um, oh, fuck. That's who that was. Damn. Who? He was my cat. <laughs> no, I was just looking at the IMDb, and the whole time I was watching it, I'm like, who the fucking... It was driving me crazy who the... Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. The character's name is Leo. Oh, God. Tom McCamus. Yeah. I was uh, like, fuck, that's Tom McCamus. Holy shit, I haven't seen him in years. He was he was <clears throat> one of my favorite performances well, in this movie. he's a hell of a fucking he actor, is. man. But he, um, uh, he is so fucking great in this movie. Oh, and man. that's the thing. I want to sit here and, and recount everything that was everything. great about I have been thinking about this sh- movie all, like, right, like, I mean, I saw it today, but it, all since yeah. then, I haven't really been able to think about anything else. I had to come home and do my... 
90210. And I've never been <laughs> less in the mood oh, to God, put on. Yeah. No, 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 no. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that would have been interminable. Yeah. Uh, um, is his name Sean Bridgers? Gingerfledge? What's his name? Who? Gingerfledge? Who? The guy. Sean, yeah, Sean Bridgers. Sean Bridgers, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Fucking... I I hope that guy does something because his performance in this movie is was yeah. outstanding and this fucking kid. amazing. Oh, he was so great because he did that thing like and I I always now call it the Abigail Breslin thing because I loved her in uh, Little Miss Sunshine because yeah. she just played a kid yeah. but she did such a beautiful and convincing job of just playing a kid yeah. and this kid does that yeah. Uh, um, and it's funny because. I don't know. There's so many things I don't want to spoil. I know because so I really want to see this. Yeah, movie. yeah, no. Yeah, because I'm not. God damn it. It's not even spoiling it. It's just I don't want to even give my opinions because I no, want. No, but you to... should give your opinions. Uh, well, that is the That's point, the of, point our of our show. show. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but the kid, when they get out, you know, it's not a kid who's all full of wonder and all mm-hmm. like, wow, look no, at all no. these things. He's mostly scared and mostly yeah. kind of just regards things like a kid would, where he just kind of stares and is like, it's there's not a big reaction. He's just hiding like, behind his mom. Yeah, and yeah. It just it's crushing. Yeah, it's crushing because because you want you want to be like, look, buddy, you're free. <laughs> so but he's bad. like, yeah. it's one of those movies where you just really want to like grab some of the characters and go, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, but oh man, yeah. yeah, I gotta see this movie again. Soon. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see it again. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I'll be pretty. Pretty fucking disappointed if there's not a nomination for Brie Larson out of this. I was on my way to uh, to watching the movie. I was listening to a podcast uh, to Never Not Funny, mm-hmm. and one of their uh, uh, their the I don't want to say interns. This guy Garen mm-hmm. uh, was was talking about the movie, and I'm like, I don't want to stop listening to the podcast because I really love it, but. Uh, 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 don't spoil anything. Don't spoil anything. But the only thing he said, and I almost felt like it was spoiling something. He was like, uh, "It'll it'll be nominated for best picture, and she'll be nominated for best uh, for best actress." Mm-hmm. And I was kind. Of, and after having seen the movie, I was like, "I sadly disagree. I don't think. I think that this movie is too small for too, the Academy. I um, I want to say too good, but I'm being dumb and hyperbolic. That's not what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's almost too." I want to say responsible, but that's not exactly the word. Like it's mm. it's too well crafted, and it's, it's not it's too much of a, it's too much of a film for the movie awards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's too well. First of all, it's too Canadian slash Irish, right? Um, f- and for a foreign film to be recognized as best picture, and technically it's a foreign film. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be a bigger, splashier deal, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it got some noms, though. Maybe performance-wise, yeah. because it could get some performance. It, they the, don't mind throwing. It was that a around. lot of yeah. like, like Brie Larson's a revelation. Like this is the yeah. next big thing, yeah, and I could yeah. see them looking at this. Like this made a big splash, right? Yeah, like yeah. In the I, festival circuit. I hope really to out. fucking god she's nominated for something. You know who else should. Uh, almost should be nominated for this movie. It's fucking William H Macy. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and I don't want to say no, no. Ah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, know. I didn't even yeah, really yeah. know. Yeah, no, 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 I totally know. God, <laughs> um, fuck. Yeah, but anyway, Ooh. yeah, man. <clears throat> but like to, uh, top five this year. Yeah, absolutely. And I like I, I in in talking about it as I have I've I've welled up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, man, my yeah. I came out of this fucking movie. My throat was sore. I yeah. I just yeah. Like <laughs> I went to see the movie by myself. I just had a whole weekend that I just got to spend. 
Sorry to yeah. do the dad yeah, thing, yeah, but yeah, I just it. got to spend the whole weekend with my family, just us, yeah. like just hanging out. And and B has just been absolutely in love with me lately. So it's just we finally got like a yeah. whole bunch of time to just to just fucking be us. Yeah. And then I had to go. I had to leave them and go see this movie. And all I wanted to do is really get back to them. Yeah. And then I'm watching this movie and I'm like, I have to go. <laughs> I have to go see my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking, and and I'm sure that lent something to the movie. Oh sure, but it was really difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. The I best, know, I, the, the best, like sad movie experiences are when you're trying to talk to somebody else about the movie, and then yeah. you start welling up. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> like I was doing that with like Inside Out, like talking about that and just being like, oh god, <laughs> 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 just trying to tell you what I thought of this movie, and I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, always good. Mm, so, so good. I am yeah, dying Jennifer, to see this. I was so bummed. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence and whoever else out there, watch the fuck out, man, because yeah. uh, Brie Larson's I hope take and over I, that fucking spot. Holy I really, shit, and I really hope she doesn't, you know, start to, you know, Hunger Games and nah, you know, I, all, I, all that bullshit. I'd be surprised, honestly. I don't know if she did do that though. She'd make a lot of money. Yeah, she, she would. really she would, and that would be it. really great. I and guess. Listen, I'm not saying anything against Jennifer Lawrence. She's terrific. terrific. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, yeah, yeah. I've got. It's just for some reason, maybe I'm just too close to her performance in this movie right now. Maybe yeah, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. had a little bit of uh, uh, distance, I'd be like, yeah, go and you know, fight a maze or whatever kids do these days <laughs> um but uh but yeah for right now i just i just want to think of her in this role because yeah 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 i can't yeah. stop like just images from this movie just keep flashing into my mind i can't uh, yeah can't and if you ever if you ever want to see a perfect uh example of uh the media vilified go oh, yeah this fucking movie <laughs> jesus Ooh, christ yeah fucking wendy crewson yeah uh, 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 anyway, I'm not yeah. gonna say I'm not gonna say what I wanted to do to her face in this movie. But anyway, makeover, makeover. Yeah. <laughs> no, She's such an autumn, you guys. <laughs> she doesn't know it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I, it was a pretty crushing. <laughs> like I would re- like when I heard everything about it, uh, this mm. movie at TIFF, and then I was like, well, when that comes out, I have to see it. Yeah. You really do. Yeah, just just go yeah. tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Go the next day. Yeah. The one after Whichever that. Whichever day you're free, go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, look at your schedule and make Find a decision. Find <laughs> You can do it. <laughs> I'm not your bookie. You can, you can do it, Dan, <laughs> yourself. Your life. <laughs> Um, well, it is my life, and your life is truly outrageous. Sunday <laughs> night, I spent part of my life going. <laughs> you to the movie. are Dan Gorman. Yeah. This movie is better. <laughs> <laughs> I spent uh, about two hours of my life in the movie theater watching Gem and the Holograms, as directed by John M. Chu, uh, starring Audrey Peoples, Stephanie Scott, Aurora Perrineau, um and others you are just saying syllables right now yeah and imdb described the synopsis of this film as a small town girl catapults from underground video sensation to global superstar she and her three sisters begin a journey of discovering that some talents are too special to keep hidden this is getting 44 on metacritic right now not as low as you might think from the reception though this film was a huge 
huge was box this a office bomb. No one bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was produced by Blumhouse. So really, Blumhouse have a deal with Universal where, like, if it's under a certain amount of a uh, million dollars and in a certain genre, they uh-huh. basically get left alone. So they made this thing for about four million dollars, and it uh, made right, like right. one million. Wow. Which is like for, and it opened on like over 2,000 screens. So for per screen average, this is like up there with, it is like top three bombs of all time right now for, for screens versus how much money it made. Yeah. Right. I think there's Does, like the Oogleves, like that weird Teletubby. Oogie Loves. O- Oogie Loves. Yeah. What, that was, that's like the number one, I think. I saw, I listened to a <laughs> podcast about yeah. it. Yeah, well, yeah, I wanted to do it once, but I think it, we couldn't find it or something. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah, that's like number one, and then there's like another movie, and now this. Right. And yeah. and the thing, the funny thing that happened was like just yesterday, John M. Chu was giving this this uh, like like speech about working in the movie industry to like industry people, and he was like, "I'm supposed to be here saying how great it is to be in the movie industry, but like I don't know if you've read the like Variety this morning, but like it's not looking good for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun usually, but today I'm uh, not having much fun. Uh, <laughs> I'm here today to tell you that it it was fun being in the film industry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this movie, this movie was un- underperformed to say the least. Yeah. Um, now, Does there, it look like about four million dollars? Oh, now so like there has been a lot of uproar about this, um, about how it doesn't adhere to the plot from the from the cartoon. Mm. That um, it's not the movie that people that like Jim would want to see, and and that's all true. Like, I it's really hard for me to figure out how to go about this movie because this movie is like two or three movies trying to be one movie yeah and it, it it starts for about 30 to 40 minutes of like well this is what i would expect a shitty teen movie these days to be it's a fine average movie about some boring people who become boring musicians yeah. and i was like this is fine there's sure. nothing like this is not for me but i imagine some teenagers they're, they're will, will enjoy sensation yeah that, uh... and it's like okay this is all right i laughed once or twice but then it becomes about synergy for a brief portion of the running time and synergy is this robot that Jem's dad built and she finds out that she has to like use it to find these locations is to go it get an earring ever at all there are earrings yes yeah synergy earrings the, the, yeah. the you don't know that the earrings are related to synergy at the beginning of the movie well, she she has these earrings were there earrings that they drew attention to yes absolutely. well then you know yeah no you know but she <laughs> doesn't know. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't no no well, she's like oh, my dad gave me these cool earrings and then he gave me this like broken robot that i don't know what to do with and eventually the robot turns on and becomes like hey uh, those are my earrings those are my earrings <laughs> <laughs> give me back my, my earrings. earrings i will kill you jim <laughs> they complete my ensemble <laughs> i'm an autumn yeah <laughs> yeah and so like the robot turns on and like leads her places with her her sisters and they find like a pieces to the robot to like make it a whole robot they, again no, you keep saying sisters are they related uh, I think two of them are related, and the other ones are they are sort of. What do you think in... sisters mean? Well, I don't know. I didn't know Jem's band was a family. Band. No, yeah, I never thought that that was. A Greg thing. is right. See? They're not all related. There you go. She moves in. Fuck you, Casey. But when he said, <laughs> but when he said the word sisters, I gleaned from that uh, that that they were all sisters. Yes, <laughs> and you were wrong to assume. Yes, that. 
You oh, you're wrong. saying they're not? They're not yeah. all sisters. See? They, they are sisters and family in air quotes, but yeah. I think two of them are related and the other rest of them are like, we all live under the same house and we've all moved in with the same mom. And like, mm. like it's like a foster kind of situation they're, for some of them. They're colloquial sisters. Mm-hmm. I've and, never been more embarrassed. And <laughs> in my life. So, it, yeah, in the middle of this movie, it becomes like Earth to Echo. It becomes like children sci-fi. Let's follow this robot. We got to find the pieces and figure out what the mystery is. Right. But then it's also trying to be what you think it might be from the trailers, which is like we're all a band, and then Juliet Lewis is the bitchy, you know, label head who's going to try and kick us apart. Uh-huh. And all three of these movies are not great, but yeah. could be a movie, yeah. If the movie was like, yeah, I'm going like to pick robots and I'm going to pick shit. one, fucking, a, fucking pick one of these three movies because that's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's it starts as one movie, we're like, this is fine. You can have earrings, you can have robots, you, you can have, have Juliet Lewis. <laughs> yeah, pick one, jerks. Yeah, like it starts as this one movie, you're like, this is fine for kids, and then it becomes another movie, and you're like, but this isn't the movie. You aren't spending enough effort to make this involving. You yeah. just decided now you're going to do this. And then when it becomes the movie like you're tearing us apart like label head thing, it's so like out of left field. Like so the gist of the movie is they go to LA and Juliet Lewis sets them up and gives them a makeover and says like we're going to do three pop-up shows because on the internet her her video went viral and nobody knows who she is. So we're going to like reveal you to the world with these three pop-up shows. So the first show they play is a band and it goes amazingly. Uh, they they win the crowd over and everything. And then the second show, which is conceivably like this all takes place in the span of a month, must be like a week or two later. Juliette Lewis is like, I'm going to make you sign a contract to like make you a solo artist for like the second Why show. Why is this the only story we have I know. for... And, this, but, uh, sorry, but, was this loosely based on Straight Outta Compton? <laughs> <laughs> well, but the thing is, so the like... All of a sudden, she's like a. They want her to be a, a solo star, and I'm like, they've played one show as a band. You can't just all of a sudden yeah. be like, you're not a band anymore. Yeah. And then so they make her a solo show, and she signs the contract because like if she doesn't, their mom won't have money. Her mom's played by Molly Ringwald, and her mom won't have money to keep her house. Mm. That old thing. So then she signs it because she has to, or else like she won't be able to pay the money. And then the uh, sisters are mad because again, guys, um, straight out of content. Yeah, and then. <laughs> The sisters are mad because they, she didn't tell her, even though this, the, the scene where Juliette Lewis is like, you have to sign this. The sisters are like right in the background of the shot. I'm like, call them over and be like, should I sign this? Yeah. But she doesn't. <laughs> and say it like that. Should I sign this? Yeah. Oh, what do you think? Yeah. I'm jam. <laughs> so the sisters are mad for literally one scene. They're like, we hate you because you lied to us. And I was like, no, she didn't. She just didn't tell you something. That's not a lie. And yeah. then and then the next scene, they're like, never mind. We're sisters. It's like so compressed into time. And then at the end of the movie, they like kick out Juliet Lewis because of some stupid loophole of the some she's dumb working shit with thing. Knight and and uh... they kick her out and they end up like getting back together as a band and blah, 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 blah. And then now the movie becomes the fourth movie in its credit sequence Marvel style thing that it tries to do where it reveals the misfits. At the end of the movie. Oh, get out. At the, the final thing in this movie. And it's not jerry only and uh, no not a bunch of old dudes <laughs> like hey girls yeah we're gonna get you yeah <laughs> they do now they they do at the end of the movie that the credits start and they have a cool little credit sequence and then it cuts to before it goes to like the black and white credits 
and there's like a whole Marvel style thing where Juliette Lewis, who's been kicked out of like she doesn't own the company she owned anymore, goes to an alleyway to find another band that she could get to ruin Gem, and it's the Misfits. And it's, yeah, fair enough. Okay. And it's like, what are they like? Are they like playing punky stuff? Yeah, and they're called the Misfits. They are not how playing. Are, now, how how the... are their songs in relation to Gems? Well, they well are they're the not they're better? not playing when they get there. Uh-huh. It's just like they're in an alley and they're all like like neon sort of like the same look as this movie is given everybody and and they basically say like you came to the right band because we're gonna get her and our songs are better and they say that they say that yeah Ma, i was about to be like man but then i was like, like Ma. they say they say everything that you would expect a gem movie they say truly 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 outrageous and yeah gem, oh, see um, now good if you're gonna do it you have to do that shit yeah. now like watching all these other garbage fucking movies uh like like Battleship. Yeah. How they didn't say anything from Battleship. I'm like, why am I here? Don't they say... <laughs> what did no, you didn't... want them to say other you than you sunk my battleship? Just say that! I've yeah. been they here say for two it? hours. They, they never don't say, say it. it. Okay. <laughs> and and again, it's that thing where they say it like don't, ironically. They that, do like, a thing with like... Oh, they call me Ant-Man or whatever. <laughs> in, ba- <laughs> in Battleship, they did a grid thing though, right? Where they were like, oh, you're yeah. Is, yeah okay. but, 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 and that's like... And then they started setting it up and I was like, all right. Let's do this thing, Milton yeah. Bradley. I'm here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Watching your shit-ass movie. Say the thing. <laughs> yeah. And I'll kind of go, all right. Yeah. But no. No. So at no point did somebody get fed up and whip those little pegs at their friend. Yeah. Uh, the thing I want to... I guess I want to round about to on Jim is... Um, so this movie's not good. True. Um It's not, like, the worst movie I've ever seen. It, like I said, it goes from, this is acceptable... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. For what it wants to be to, uh-huh. this is stupid, so I'm going to laugh at it, to, okay, I'd like to leave now. Yeah. Um, my brother came with me and we had some laughs about how some of the dumb things are like, like she's wearing her like fancy earrings, which, spoiler alert, at the end of the movie, are the last key for Synergy. Right. And, and they're like in this label meeting and they're getting made over and they're like you can't wear those earrings they look ridiculous we'll keep them and hold on to them for you and they put them in a safe <laughs> and i was like why don't, why didn't she just put them in her pocket <laughs> because and then the end of the movie is we got to break into the safe to get my earrings i was like yeah. they wouldn't have known to put they don't yeah, know you have a robot that this is the key for why would juliette lewis be like give me these i'll steal them from you and keep them in a locked safe she has no reason to do that she didn't know anything about synergy no, nothing so it's just like that kind of garbage like right. is in the script from the start. Yeah. Um, they also cut to 
like YouTube videos of that people have sent in of like Jem inspires me and here's why and here's us doing like a dance or something that they like cut intercut with the movie uh-huh. it seems to be because he made uh, the Justin Bieber documentary uh-huh. it seems to be in that kind of like cut cut style to yeah. YouTube to the movie which is fine for what it is but I was like okay enough of this shit because yeah. they do it in like climactic scenes they're cutting back and forth to YouTube and I'm like no thanks like uh-huh. to, to real people from YouTube yeah like there's like a dance scene and they're like doing like a stomp kind of thing like rhythm and so then they they use that as a soundtrack to like a dramatic scene and then they cut to them cut to the scene cut to the dancing and back and forth clumsy and stupid it's weird (laughs) um but to be honest like this movie the spirit of it i can get why they thought it was a good way to go about making a gem movie they just made three shitty movies instead of focusing on making one that's okay like if it had been the acceptable not very good teen music movie just that just happened to be called gem i'd be like fine yeah i'm sure someone will like it it's not for me but they needed a good script and the whole thing is this movie was made on a low budget so that they could have creative control so conceivably they weren't get it this thing wasn't it might have been focused a lot but it i don't imagine that this movie was focused to death with screenings and like this is a four million dollar movie that john chu really wanted to make for 10 years and so did jason blum like people are framing this as like well it sounds like they were trying to have it all it sounds like they were trying to give you the 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 movie for you know young impressionable teens and also a little wink to uh to you know to your generation but it's Mm -hmm. a bummer because like i hope the studios don't look at this cheap movie that made no money and be like well i guess women movies about women don't work like they yeah. always say that even when yeah. that's not the case and now this is more fuel for that fire right garbage and and people are like making this out like oh they didn't throw money at this like they did at male properties like battleship or something but at the same time this is the movie that jason blum and john chu wanted to make they put $4 million into it. They thought they were going to have creative control, and they made a shitty movie. Yeah. This movie bombed because it's a piece of shit. Yeah, well, it's a stupid <laughs> idea. It yeah. won't work. Yeah. You know, a bad cartoon that we kind of like the theme song from, from, you know, 30 yeah. years ago. Uh, Do they sing the, the theme song at I don't any know. point? Not really. Uh, it's all like pop music. How do they get away? Now, I've always like, how do they get away with a band in there called The Misfits? I know The Misfits broke up in 1983 mm-hmm. uh, before they were reformed by Jerry Only, but. Like, that's still just because the band broke up doesn't mean you can just, like, I can't go and, like, write a movie and have the, yeah, this band's called the, the fuck, they're, they're called the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like, it always bugged How do they, how do they, the Misfits? Yeah. Come, eh. No, it just, like, <laughs> I'm just thinking out loud. I don't have a theory. Yeah. I was like, why? You can't do that. <laughs> I mean, the Misfits weren't super popular yet either because they weren't really popular when they were a thing, but yeah. I still feel like, like Danzig seems like a dick, right? Yeah, yeah. So like you he think be that like, he hey, would fuck you, cartoons. Yeah, you think he would have at least stormed into somebody's office and punched somebody <laughs> in the chest <laughs> or got punched? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, look, I love Danzig, but man, do I love watching him get knocked out. Yeah, no, um, I just think that this movie, like, if they maybe wanted... they thought it was a nice tribute. Uh, yeah, yeah. They were like, yeah, yeah. Their songs are better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They called themselves the Misfits. Oh, but their songs are better. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. checks out. Now, <laughs> that I sounds just... like us. <laughs> yeah. The like what the 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 plotting of the movie accelerating so much with these like gigs. It's just like the movie in the middle of the movie. They should have had Juliette Lewis get kicked out of her 
like in like a record label and had Jem and them take over and then she goes and gets the Misfits and the final yeah. chunk of the movie is like Misfits versus Jem. Yes, yeah, and then at least better. it is about Jem being a band and like our singles number one, but the Misfits are you know trying to take which us is down. The, which from is the, the whatever whole thing of the of the show. Yeah. They, they solve crime on the show, right? Yeah. yeah. There's nothing like that in this movie. But even if they wanted just to make it that kind of shitty movie, they could have at least made it like a like a versus the Misfits kind of thing. Yeah, something. Yeah. You could have made like a fun kind of you know Scott Pilgrim sort of thing yeah. where the bands on a lower are like, yeah, like yeah. Totally. gangs and shit like that yeah. and you gotta go up against and each they, other and they're really that'd be fun as fuck man I mean they are setting that up in that final scene it's right. like she's come to get the misfits and they're gonna get her and we're but that, no they're not because there's not gonna be a sequel no <laughs> which, which is shitty because like I want the right movie to be made and yeah. this isn't it no but well maybe this is gonna be one of those movies like The Purge where uh uh, you know, the first one was a real letdown, and then the second one, they fucking totally did it right. But the Purge, the biggest people way. went to see the Purge. Yeah, the though. Purge was like the number one movie when it came out. Yeah. Really, people yeah, saw absolutely. the first one. That yeah. movie was huge, huge. Yeah, that's yeah. dumb. And that was a Blumhouse kind of thing. They did it cheap, and it made a ton of money. And I just hope yep. that maybe they just. I feel like this thing this might cr- do well it'll, overseas or something. Mm, and, maybe yeah. I think this thing will crawl to like break even. Yeah, and then maybe they'll be able to make like the right gem movie eventually. Right. Because, I mean, people that like Jim deserve the right movie. Yeah. And this one is not it. Bummer. Yeah. I feel like we talked about Jem for a long time. (laughs) And I feel like people who wanted the Jem movie don't deserve anything. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like they got no rights. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, we saw two movies. We talked about them. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about an album. Yes, please. Oh, my God. So, Greg, why did you give us Corey Feldman's? Yeah, Greg, what's wrong with you? (laughs) What's up with you? What's up up with you? um, How did you stumble upon this album? A couple of years ago. Yeah. I was uh, really digging deep trying to find something horrible to give you guys to listen to. And I was like, there's nothing worse than actors trying to make albums. That's always a bummer. Yeah. And but I couldn't find anything like shitty enough, you know. And I but I came across this, I don't I, I like his website or something like that and I listened to a couple like 30 seconds yeah. of a couple things like this is it. This is the worst thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. This is exactly what you want out of a bad actor making an yep. album thing. It's like it's amateur writing, production, performance. <laughs> it's really awkwardly embarrassing. And I was like, this is the thing. But you couldn't get it. And I was yeah. going to purchase it. I was going to fucking order it online and have them mail me a CD so I could burn copies <laughs> for you. I was so... And then I was like, I'll just wait. And maybe it'll, you know, the world we'll have caught a special up, episode. Said. And finally, you can stream it. It's all out there for everybody to yeah. get. And I, I noticed that when I was going through Google Play last week. And I was like, oh, yes, sir. This is I, the, it's the time. Yeah. And when you do listen to it on streaming uh, thing, people see it. And I have people like say to me, why did you listen to this? <laughs> yeah. Because really? I listened to it on audio and my friend sent me a message with a screenshot of like how the album had popped up in his feed. And he was like, why? <laughs> why, Dan? Why? <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. It's got a great album cover. It's got an album cover like he broke a piece off of his wall and put it in front of his face or something. Yeah. But it's not. But like it's like a it window like it's or supposed something. to sort of have tape across his mouth yeah. or something because he's too real. Right. They're trying to but censor I Corey feel Feldman. Like he's sort of dressed like Rambo or something. In it. But also it looks like that tape is sort of in his mouth. So yeah. he's kind of like chomping on it. If you, look, <laughs> if you look at that thing over his mouth, it's attached to another thing that has screws on it. It's like a piece <sighs> of like blind or so something. So he's just like biting 
biting the window? <laughs> yeah, it's like a. It, I, oh, yeah. I swear to God, it's got like a chunk of like. It's I've like, got it right here. Yeah, yeah it's right. it's like a window hole or air conditioner like insert or something because it's all dusty and gross looking too. Uh, it is bizarre, I swear. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, it sort of See, looks it's got like, like a screw on it in the yeah. bottom right left corner. He's in a cage, yeah. man. Yeah. Listeners, please look at the album yeah, cover for this. Yeah, what is He's inside of some cage. Corey Feldman, uh, former child actor. Look at it. it and the, yeah. But there's two pieces. It's like, mm-hmm. and there's two screws. And guys. See, it's that shadow on his forehead. I I thought it was a headband. Yeah, yeah. it looks a little rainbow. I thought he was guys, like, you know. he's not happy to be in that cage. No. Yeah. Um, so this is an album from when was it 2002? 2002. Uh, uh, oh, here's the back of the CD. Oh, the back of the CD is wonderful. I didn't. He's laying what's on ha- a. What's happening? He's laying Are those on a couch. His legs? He's laying on a couch all greased up with a woman's legs like <laughs> yeah. on his head. I can't tell. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty. He's crazy. Gross. He left his leg up there. Yeah. What's happening with that goatee, buddy? Oh, yeah, man. he's got like and the also dyed the black. rest of his head. And also the music on his album. Uh oh God. It's pretty <laughs> this, wild. That poor man. Yeah. <laughs> so Greg listened along to this album. I with did. Us. I was like, I gotta Yeah. How Matt. did we get into this album? Because the first song. How did I get into this album? Immediately. <laughs> uh it's uh it should be noted that the first song is, yeah. the title is track. uh former child actor. Yep. Uh co written. <laughs> yeah. Co written by Rick Springfield. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and I read that before I heard it, and then I was like listening to the album being like, where's the song written by him? And then yeah. I was like, oh, it was the first one? That song's so horrible. It's so bad. It's, well, it's really the one that made me go, oh, baby. We keep, <laughs> this we, is we keep using the word song. Yeah. Uh, and th- this is the thing, is is that this, this album is equal parts, so much fun to listen to and rip on, yeah. and really embarrassing. Yeah. Really it, embarrassing. It makes I, me feel like I, I don't want to make fun of this because this guy I, doesn't know no, what he's and doing. and I almost right before, like as I played some for Athena she was like, you have to turn this off because it's I'm getting angry. Yeah. And I was like, and then I, I was walking around I was like, yeah, this is going to be funny. And then yeah. I was like I started to feel bad. I feel really but bad. But then I was like, he put What's Up With Youth on this album. And he did that song on the Howard Stern Show in 1992. Yeah. He had ten years to figure out this shit was fucking garbage. That's the that's and, the uh, Look, man. That's <laughs> the thing that makes me, that, that makes it easy for me to totally rip on this all the time well, every day is because this album is uh, absolutely a vanity project. Yeah. There's no integrity to it. Yeah. Um I because think... it's just a bunch of filler. There's a cover of Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I you know, I don't I disagree in the sense That's a song that he kind of knew. Yeah. And they really needed a 12th <laughs> song. <laughs> I don't know about vanity though, because I feel like this is an album made by somebody. Like I don't know that he thought that this is like this is gonna be you know my image pressed well, to he's a disc. Wanted to be a pop star forever. Like he but, started dressing. Yeah. Like Michael oh Jackson yeah. Yeah. In it's, like, since, since, it's one of yeah. those things where it's like when I listened to the, when I went to listen to this album, I thought it's gonna be him trying to be a pop star. But what I got was like he thinks. And I, and I think maybe this is unintentional on maybe his intentions, but it, it's like an album by a person who wants to be taken seriously and mm-hmm. as a musician, mm-hmm. but has accidentally made like a Ween album. <laughs> uh, because this album was Does not a lot like of everything, except it, for a Ween album is 
generally musically brilliant. I know, yeah. but but this album was not. I th- I went. I thought it was going to be like okay. He's got the the backing tracks that sound like it's a MIDI, or like he's got the backing tracks yeah. that's just like some shitty session guitarists and stuff. But it was just like no. He found all these weird noises and fucking shitty instruments and tried to turn them into like well, a pop song. Well, mm. that's the thing is that this album is is. In place of integrity, like I think this is a man who doesn't understand what integrity is. Uh-huh. So, in place of integrity, he's taken things that he's heard about, uh, say Tom Waits, like where he'll be like, "Oh, on a Tom Waits album, there'll be a little toy piano thing happening, uh, uh, you know, like somewhere in the mix kind of thing," and that will lend, um, in Tom Waits' case, to the atmosphere of the song. But in this case, it'll just that will lend credibility. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Or. Oh, but he's just grasping at any straw. He heard corn once and yeah. then wrote uh, the <laughs> song Diseased, Diseased. Oh, man, which is, song is amazing. fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it. I didn't know that this album was going to sound so deranged. Like, like albums, like it's not mixed properly. Like I it's thought it was not mixed like, well. One at song all. is voices super loud, and then another one, like the drums are too loud. Like, yeah. I that thought it was that... going to be a flatlined kind of like, okay, what a shitty little thing yeah, he tried no, no, to do. No, no, this no. is like, like, like unhinged mania pressed to disc it's like what was he fucking yeah, thinking this isn't like a train wreck this is like a 47 car pileup. yeah this is like eight train wrecks <laughs> happening simultaneously but somehow they're very funny train yeah wrecks. <laughs> it goes from being funny to sad to scary to funny yeah, yeah. Man, oh, man that, that disease uh, song that song is I'm fucking great <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it sounds like uh that song is great then that you can't Wind song comes on and it's kind of like acoustic-y and yeah but and he's like talking at the beginning uh is that is that, <laughs> is that one, one of the where he's like i love you but you're gonna leave you shouldn't leave i don't know yeah Time will tell. <laughs> uh he talks like that in in a couple of yeah, them. Yeah. megaloman Megaloman is. I thought he was saying Mega Man for the longest time. I'm like, did he write a song about Mega Man? Because that's awesome. No, he wrote a song about Michael Jackson. Yeah. (laughs) Did you guys know he read about what it was about? Is it about about Michael Jackson? Megaloman is about the time that uh, Michael Jackson, directly after the attacks on 9 11, sent. Uh, limousines to some of some of his friends in New York to help get them out of New York, and Corey Feldman did not get one. And so at the end of the song, he says, "Like I used to love you, but back in New York, you left me to die." <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's oh, why it's like Megalo Man. People love you, but all, I hate you now. And well, can we talk dress about dress and dance like you? Yeah. Can well, we... after he died, he leaned back into that, yeah, like you were hard. saying. Yeah, yeah, can yeah. we talk about the uh, beautiful humanitarian effort of uh, uh, Michael Jackson <laughs> sending all these poor millionaires limousines? Yeah. <laughs> that is that's a sweet. There was gesture. a list of people, and I was like, all those people over Corey Feldman. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like it was other I don't remember specifically who it was but it was people that I was like they were friends with him <laughs> I hope he did it just to s- send a direct message to Corey yeah. Feldman yeah. hey Feldman stay there <laughs> quit it <laughs> um uh, yeah, but it, within that song, Megalo Man, the song about Michael Jackson, uh, he, there's an awful lot of da. Yeah. <laughs> but not, yeah. And again, I would have thought a Corey Feldman 
album would have a Michael Jackson style song, but yeah. when he tries to do it on that one, it's like over modulated and on the wrong times, yeah. and yeah. you're like, this isn't sound like well, what I think you think. I, I felt like at that point, I was like, okay, well, I guess he's just trying to keep current with this album because yeah. because a lot of it does have that sort of like corn uh uh like two well like early 2000s overproduced like radio yeah. voice sound kind of thing on some of the vocals uh, so maybe he was just trying to keep current but then um that print song that uh what up with the youth yeah. song which is basically a print song totally yeah i feel like that's just one of the like you said like he wrote it so long ago he just threw it on there at the end of the album yeah it's kind of like yeah okay and he covered the the milkman yeah, and I was when you said that because I hadn't looked at the album yet, and when you said he covered the Milkman because I love Dead Milkman, I'm a big yeah. fan of Dead Milkman. I was fucking enraged until I saw it was one from like an album after I'd stopped listening to the Dead Milkman. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, I'm uh, gonna cover that. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, uh, and he covers uh, Imagine by John Lennon because. Yeah. You know what, Lennon like didn't really sing it too good yet. Totally. Uh, no, no. So let's get uh, Corey Feldman to perform a Imagine as a Bobby Brown sex jam <laughs> with some fucking sweet saxophone. And some flute. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Greg, that was a turkey. turkey yeah. Don't you, don't you want to play the turkey flute? <laughs> that sounds like the most disgusting sex euphemism. Okay, I came the old turkey. I found the article that I was reading. So after nine eleven, Michael Jackson sent uh, sent help to Marlon Brando and Liz Taylor among sent others. A yeah. Good old fashioned turkey flute. Yeah. Too. <laughs> oh, Casey's gonna is there? Is he eating chocolate? Gonna come out of your nose? Oh my god! Let's play. What's coming out of Casey's nose when he cho- uh, chokes? This gonna episode. come out of somewhere. That's Samosa still fighting it out. Uh, limousines for my friends. Dirty flutes for my enemies. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, that is fun. Well, I think we can end Corey Feldman on turkey flute. I don't think it's going to get better. I don't know. Okay. I got to say, if you've oh. never heard this album, then you subscribe to a oh, subscription man. streaming service. You got to try it Just at least once. It out one listen, time. listen to as much as you can. Yeah. One of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So now it's <laughs> it's my turn to give you guys an album. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, our, our good friend on Twitter and uh, and in the podcast world, Strange Jason from Six Foot Plus, had sent us an email yeah. with a bunch of albums. I just suggestions. saw the email today. I saw it at the beginning of October. I'm like, oh, that's wicked. Yeah. Gotta use that. And I just completely forgot about he, it. He sent and us. I lost all of October. I could have yeah. been utilizing that the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. He sent us like a bunch of <laughs> albums, all themed for die rolls for every week of the month. Yeah. Um, but we didn't end up using it. But what I did was. Uh, because he had tweeted at me recently, and I was reminded that he had done that. So basically, yeah. I took a couple of his picks with a bunch of my picks and did a one to nine rolling situation for you guys. Yeah. Oh, boy. So some of these are from his picks, and, and some of them are mine. Sh- should I read you the nine options that you could have Ooh, before rolling? I don't know. So that it's, like, scary for you guys? Oh, absolutely. I think okay. I think okay. uh, I think everybody should know. All so right. um, I'm, this is loosely Halloween-themed. Right. So... Uh, I was trying to think of spooky punk bands that you guys would absolutely hate. And I know when I was younger, I listened to AFI. 
Oh, yeah, uh, I don't care for them. So a AFI is... inside. Yeah. <laughs> AFI is... fire inside. <laughs> There's a fire inside. <laughs> fire inside my turkey flute. Yeah. <laughs> black sails in the sunset. So super spooky, black sails in the sunset. Hey, that's that an Elvis Costello album. song. Yeah, well, that's the name of their album. Really? Yep. Fuck that. All uh, right. <laughs> so also, uh-huh. number two, Zachary Spook along with Zachary... Uh, Zachary is a <laughs> explain every word you just. I was said. about to. Zachary is an old TV. Uh... Sounds like somebody trying to uh, agree with me when they're drunk. Zachary, 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 what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> that's Zachary what I'm saying. Zachary, what I'm saying? Yarston Day. Yeah. <laughs> Black Sills is the sun. Says Zachary, what I mean. <laughs> No, Zachary is like an old TV horror uh, personality, and he did kind of like Monster Mash esque songs. And Spook Along with Zachary is his album. Uh. Could, be, could be like a fun one. Yeah, that does um, sound pretty fun. If you roll number three, you will get Michael Graves of the Misfits a solo album "Lost Skeleton Returns," uh-huh. which I listened to and sounded bad. That was a uh, one of Strange Jason's picks. So uh-huh. was Zachary. Yeah, I picked for number four "Send More Paramedics," which are a Ooh. British thrash band that uh, I have an album called "A Feast for the Fallen" that I love. Right, I'm sold on that because yeah. a nice uh, "Return of the Living Dead" reference. Yeah, I see, I, I might be offended by that. And all of the songs are about zombies. It's zombie core. Yeah, yeah, quote okay. unquote. Um, Strange Jason, Strange Jason picked an album Zachary. for number five. Zachary, dead for Narnstead. Zachary, how it sounds. Goobs, goobs, perms. Zachary, what I wanted. <laughs> um, Strange Jason at number five picked an album by the Groovy Ghoulies, a pop punk band I love that you guys will not love. Uh-huh. Absolutely called not. Monster Club. Yep. Uh, at number six, I picked the. Album that people say is the worst Misfits album, Project 1950, yeah. a Jerry-only joint where they covered 1950s songs. Oh, gross. Uh, at number seven, we yeah, have... Misfits with Jerry-only's Misfits? Yeah. Suck ass. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> at number seven, Kids Their Bop Halloween Party. What? So you, at number seven is Kids Bop Halloween Party. Uh-huh. So it's a Halloween album uh, of kids singing Halloween-y songs. Okay. Exactly what you think it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> at number eight... <laughs> At number eight, the album The Wild One by Jan Terry. Do you guys know who Jan Terry is? No. Have you ever heard the song Get Down Goblin? No. <laughs> well, you will. This album is not spooky at all, but it has one song, which is a classic. It's like a, it's almost like a Corey Feldman style album. It's no. like an outsider trying to be a pop star mm. with uh, insane results. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so, and then also at number nine, Halloween with the Ghouls by the Ghouls. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, an album sung entirely from the perspective of Dracula, basically. And he has a song <laughs> called Dracula's Deuce. Oh. <laughs> Which is about his car. But no. when I was listening to it no. today, I was listening to it as Casey. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, he's singing about, like, look out, I got a deuce. <laughs> and I was like, I that's... a samosa from the subway. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I want to use your toilet. <laughs> Who do you want to roll for uh, mm. the pick of album? Which one of you got to pick? It matters. One of you got to roll. Uh, I go ahead. And then, uh, okay, Greg is rolling for album. That is a one, Ooh. and one is AFI, oh. Black oh. Sails in the Sunset. That's going to be painful for you guys. Oh. A lot of whoa <laughs> A lot of whoa 
Gross. Oh, God, I hate that. Band. I will show you guys Get Down Goblin from that Jantari album because okay. you will need to know that if you've yeah. never seen it before. But enjoy AFI. Imagine me listening to it as a uh, high school kid thinking like this. Like I, I thought it was like like the misfits because i it was like they're uh, spooky like punk and i thought like this is this is the stuff that like punkers listen to and it's not at all <laughs> yeah. punkers yeah oh it's yeah. a dumb kid yeah. <laughs> I, the only my only exposure to them is i saw them once on saturday night live and i just i saw the 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 front the the main guy and i was like oh god i would pay eight thousand dollars to Davey slap Havoc. you in the face <laughs> <laughs> all right uh-huh. well now we will roll roll for uh, film roulette. Yeah. A lot of stuff to catch up on, and it's sort of like a weird week of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's weird because last weekend was the movie that everything bombed, and then this weekend nothing really is coming out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's that our brand is Crisis, which David Gordon Green, but it doesn't look very good. No, no, no. it kind of looks meh. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a in Ethan Hawke like. Thriller, yeah. Supernatural, something or other. So it's kind of one of those weeks where, like, if I get to win, maybe I'll see Room. <laughs> Ethan yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a movie that thrilled Ethan Hawke. <laughs> yeah, Zachary. Yeah. <laughs> something um, else too. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So some kind of weird releases with the old ones that we should all maybe get to. Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. No yeah. clear cut winner this yeah. week though. But uh, clear cut loser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still uh, hanging out in theaters. Last week, two movies came out that bombed. The first one was Gem. The second one was The Last Witch Hunter. The Last Witch Hunter. Which I here there's not very much witch hunting in great yeah so you well might... he's the last one most yeah. of it's already been done yeah <laughs> hey i'm here finally uh, God. sorry i'm late yeah <laughs> so witch hunting right oh you guys you, you figured it out did you guys okay. get them oh, oh no you guys got them all yeah. is that beer <laughs> <laughs> oh somebody ordered a pizza he's, a, he's that shitty witch hunter friend who helps you move but yeah. shows up after, after. <laughs> uh. witch hunter here oh okay I guess I'll oh, hang out. Bummer. Hey, hey guys, witch hunter? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> that's what we'll do. Greg, do you want to roll first on this? Um, I uh, guess. All right, I'm holding the Cause, dice. Because uh, we were mentioned in the other episode yeah. about you rolling last. This is true. Why, why don't you yeah. start us off here? Okay. All right, he's rolling for witch hunter versus... That's a three. That's a solid choice. three. That's a three. I'm going to roll and make Casey <sighs> go last. All right. All right, I'm rolling... Hunter. That's a three. Okay. All right. All right. Now come on, Casey's Casey. If you rolling. roll higher than a three, Greg and I re-roll. Right. I'm rolling on Jeff. That's a three. We Ooh. all re-roll. Ooh, is that a gooch? Oh, my God. Is that... <laughs> okay. I'm going to roll first this time. I've added another place for us to roll on here uh-huh. so we can get a little roll. That's a one. Fuck a... my life. Oh, boy. <laughs> Casey's rolling. Three Please like roll a, a magic one. number, though, right? That's a two. Come on. <laughs> Somebody can roll a zero. Please roll a zero. That's, that's a seven. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Dan. Next you're week, you're the last witch hunter. Yeah, this next fucking week, sucks, man. Next week, exactly. You can tell yeah, us, exactly. witch hunter. <laughs> I don't want to watch this fucking movie. Oh, buddy. Although uh, this week Emma has not, Emma has not come seen a, to see a movie with me in a long time, oh. and she was like, "I'll come and see whatever movie." You get next, no matter what, oh, <laughs> and she is going to regret that. To do that. <laughs> Sorry, Emma. You can mm-hmm. let us know if this witch hunter is truly outrageous. Worst <laughs> witch hunter. <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, let's get into nine zero two one. Oh yeah, relay. Do 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 do. 
All right, every episode, one of us watches an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 Season 3 and relays the information back to the other two hosts. (laughs) I'm hitting a wall here. Uh, I'm hitting that wall. Yeah. Um, Greg, you watched an episode of Season 3, and you're going to tell us all about it. What was it called? That's right. This episode was called She Came In Through the Bathroom Window. Okay. So this episode starts out almost like a, it was made for you, Dan. Oh. Starts out uh, a POV on a uh, roller coaster. Oh, yeah. I want to know what coaster now, yeah. but go on. Um, and it's, uh, <laughs> Excuse me. Dan just calls them coasters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find out, so uh, go, go on. Yeah, so it's been, and then while that's going on, there's some like kind of dreamy music, and David's talking to the seniors, and he's like, oh, my God, going up, and he's using some kind of metaphor, and I thought... Oh, is it like going? You're making the climb out of high school, and now you're going to go into life, and things are going to happen fast. But no, it's just uh, him and Donna on the morning announcements, uh, letting everybody know about Senior Skip Day. Okay, or Senior Ditch Senior Ditch Day. Senior Skinner 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 Senior. So it's Senior Ditch Day at Six Flags. Magic Mountain. Okay. Yeah. So look that up if you're looking for the roller coaster. It'd be something there because they do talk quite a bit about one called the Viper. Maybe it's that. All right. I don't know if that's a real roller coaster or not. Never been to that one. Anyway. And uh, they're like, oh, man, go to that and it's going to be great. And uh, then we cut to Steve listening to the announcements and he's like, great, can't even go because Steve's in detention all the time because he's in trouble from all that stuff from before. What's yeah, and that's yeah. where that's where they wrote Thumper on his book. Oh, uh, in detention. Yeah, right. Nobody Still emailed about what Thumper. No, no. And no. I asked Emma and my brother if they had ever heard of that as a either just general slur or homophobic yeah. slur, and both of them said never heard no, of it before no, in my life. No, I don't get it at all. Anyway, so then the the first thing I was like, hey, uh, this episode directed by Jason Priestley. Ooh. The Viper is a wooden coaster uh-huh. at Six Flags Great America in I feel Illinois. Like this was not oh. So I don't Illinois. Know if, yeah. Is there a Six Flags elsewhere? Yeah. Is there oh, one a in bunch LA? Of, Six Flags is like the the, chain the company. Of, yeah. yeah. So this is Six Flags Magic Mountain. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh Magic in, Mountain. Outside of Illinois, that's just Six the Flags. The Viper could have been America. a name they just made up for the episode. Yeah. Anyway. So <clears throat> what do we got going on? Gil, the former bearded but no longer bearded teacher, congratulates David and Donna on doing a good job of selling all the tickets to Senior Ditch Day. And they're not like, a great, great job. Yeah. I would be remiss to say uh, they did not make up the name of that uh, roller coaster. It is at Magic Mountain, uh-huh. and it is a aerodynamics looping right. coaster. Yes. I've been on those kinds. All right. Oh, well, then they knock you around a little. Yep. <clears throat> um, so they're talking about <laughs> Six know. Flags. Andrea has never been to Six Flags. And they're all like, what? Oh, man, you got to ride the Viper. She's like, I'm it's the fastest. She's scared, isn't she? Or something? Huh? She's yeah. going to be like freaking she's like, out. like, I've never been. I don't know. Why is anyone surprised? She's no fun. No, no fun at all. No friends. Uh, <laughs> Dilly can't go because he has to study for the SATs. Again? And that's the only day he can study. And Steve <laughs> Plus his up. mom blew up on a roller yeah. coaster. Yeah. <laughs> It's a sore spot for him. Yeah. He's got a study, and Steve walks up, and he's like, hey, don't forget to sign your name. You get 200 points just for doing that. And they'd be, and, and he's like, well, I won't forget. And he's like, and they'd be legit points this time. And Dylan's like, what's that supposed to mean? Oh, sick burn. Yeah. Steve leans into Dilly a little bit. Um, Damn. For, like, no reason. Anyway. <clears throat> um, he's being such a thumper. I know. 
So yeah, Dilly kind of glares at Steve. Steve's like, nothing. Um, Steve can't go, obviously, because of uh, detention. Um, oh, so yeah, it's a weird exchange. So Steve's like, uh, he says to David, no can do, small guy, I can't go. And uh, stuck in no detention. No can do, small guy. Yeah, but then Dil- Dilly walks past Steve and goes... Don't do the crime if you can't do the time, huge guy. <laughs> <laughs> huge guy. Yeah. Oh, like, you're so huge. Mm, swing and a miss there, bud. I don't know about that. <laughs> if you say, if you see Brandon, say, uh, hey, the medium guy for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huge guy. It's like small fry, see huge you. guy. Yeah, uh, bizarre. Moderate mm-hmm. fellow. <clears throat> and then at the Peach Pit... Uh, Steve's there bitching about Dilly to Mr. Brandon, and he's like, he's always a dick, and this and that, and I'm sick of his attitude, man. And then, um, a lady walks in, and they're all like, dude, dude, yes. checking her out, you know, she's uh, wearing a nice, uh, pantsuit. Can't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, that's what all the teenagers in the 90s liked, yep. ladies in pantsuits. I just want to double check something. I was pretty certain it was who I thought it was. Who the person the, the lady, of the pantsuit? Yeah, the lady. Um, Pretty sure I'd seen that pantsuit before. I've seen that pantsuit. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice. Where are we? all episodes? Bam! Season three. Okay. <laughs> Talk about this is thrilling. You like it? Uh, who do you think through. it's going to be? Oh, yeah. my God. I hope uh, it's not who an you actor, think it was. I hope. I'm just fucking stumped on a name right now. I just can't get it in my gut. What color head. was the pantsuit? The pantsuit <laughs> was mostly navy. Let's talk. Oh, mostly navy. Uh, yeah. What was the other color? I know. I bet there was some mauve. I don't know. I'm not sure what mauve <laughs> is. <laughs> Me either. We exhausted uh, all uh, conversation. Yeah. That's the only, that's oh, the that, only thing. Yeah. I'm not Kathy good Podewell. at That doesn't make any sense. She was on Dallas, though. I just knew okay. her from Dallas when I was a kid, so it was weird that she showed up and Steve was into somebody from Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so she comes in and she's like, oh, uh, I'm looking for Nat or whatever. And so they get Nat and he comes over and she's from some kind of like uh, Hollywood tours thing. Okay. And she's like, did so-and-so talk to you? And he's like, nope. And she's like, oh, man. But his company brings all these out-of-towners in for a Hollywood experience and the Burt Reynolds fan club is coming. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yay! <laughs> Uh, was there a special guest star in this episode at all? <laughs> we'll see. All right. Uh, he's there like the Burt Reynolds fan club, and I'm like, the what? <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, Nat's like, oh, well, you, yeah, that sounds right. It seems like he's just trying to get the business in. He's like, oh, that, what you're leaning on there? That's Burt's favorite stool. And she's like, oh, great. And uh, I'm on a real tight schedule because we're going to have to come here for breakfast and then uh, get out to a, a screening of his brand new hit movie, Cop and a Half. What? <laughs> Crossover promo. Oh, man. It was disgusting. Did they say, yeah, did they say hit movie? Hit movie. Soon uh, to be released hit movie. We just know it. Soon, it yeah, soon, yeah, to, be soon released, to be released hit that. movie. Very good. Um, and so they're like, great, sounds good. How many people? 20. So, uh, in the morning, mom wakes up Brandon. She's like, Nat's on the phone. He picks up the phone and Nat's really sick and he needs Brandon to just go in and open. And Brandon's like, look, it's 20 people. We got the two other people there. We'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. Nat, feel better. Nat's like, great. And, uh, we got the kids talking more about the Viper and how fast and scary it is. And Andrea looks worried. 
And then Steve comes up with a plan. Uh, he's going to skip detention and still go to ditch day. Steve. Steve. Well, it is ditch day. And Kelly's like, Steve. And he's like, whatever, Kelly. You were more fun when you were dating me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Burn. Yeah. Because I used to have sex with you then. <laughs> Way less fun is not it, having is sex. All, with you. Are only some of them interested in Ditch Day? No, everyone. Uh, uh, yeah, everyone wants to go to Ditch Day except for Dilly, who's got to study. Okay, and uh, that's it. Um, then why was she like, ah, why are you going to do that? Because he should go to detention. Yeah, he has to go to detention. He's not allowed to go to Ditch Day. But he's being punished. Okay, Ditch Day. It, like, is it a, a everyone's allowed to ditch? Yeah, seniors are. That's stupid. Yes, it is. Yeah. Ditch day was like a day that you everyone was going to ditch school and stick it to the teachers. Yeah, not no, not the school allowed sold to you leave. tickets to the yeah. thing to go do. Yeah. Okay, D- ditch day was most days for me. <laughs> Damn, you badass! Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit! Getting... Wearing a leather jacket while you ditch? Oh yeah, you know I was. <laughs> you ditch to smoke cigarettes? I smoked cigarettes behind the Tim Hortons. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> oh man. Um, where are we? Dilly, Dilly, your house. Steve, Dilly, Steve, Dilly. Yeah, Steve, Dilly, <laughs> Dilly, Dilly, Steve, Dilly. Dilly studies at the uh, Peach Pit, and Steve shows up there, and they're kind of like nah, with each other. Oh, what a weird and, noise! Uh, they're like, uh, "What's going on?" And Brandon's like, "I don't know. This fan club flaked out on us, so that's not happening." Ugh. And uh, then Brandon gets a phone call at work, and there's some kind of car accident, and the other two staff members can't come. And uh, so Brandon is Dead. working alone, and now he can't go to ditch day. Oh. Uh, Steve goes to the bathroom, at which point Dilly starts bitching about Steve. Steve goes to the bathroom <laughs> in the middle of the room. <laughs> It'll melt down. Um, no, this is where we're at for drama. <laughs> Steve goes to the bathroom. He has a real hard time in there. <laughs> and the music, it was tense. Uh, <laughs> feel your pain, Steve. <laughs> yeah, he went to the subway, subway and got a... <laughs> Samosa. Mm-hmm. Uh, my turkey flute's filled with blood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Steve goes to the bathroom and Dilly starts bitching about Steve. He's just had it with Steve. And Brandon's like, come on, man, cut him some slack. And Dilly's like, yeah. if he had any more slack, he'd be liquid. And I was like, ah, that doesn't make sense. I would go back to huge guy. <laughs> yeah, if he had any more slack, he'd be a huge liquid guy. <laughs> Zachary. Yeah. Can, can we start calling him huge liquid? Is that a thing, guys? No? Damn it. Super cool. Uh, I'm a writer now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the girl, the blonde girl, Ginger, uh, from the, the Burt Reynolds fan club yep. thing, she walks in with the group. But they're twice as big as expected. And Brandon's oh, no. like, oh, man. <laughs> there, there's still are... 20 of them, but they're fucking huge guys. <laughs> I replaced all of our Yeah, look at these members. huge liquid guys. Oh, God. They're, they're huge guys. Yeah, they're sloshing around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like, you guys are supposed to be here 45 minutes ago and only 20. And it's like, ah, I don't know. I'm sorry. But Dilly and Steve are like, we'll help, Brandon. And so they're going to be waiters for Brandon. Oh, great. Uh-huh. And they then, can't do uh, anything right. Nope. So then at Six Flags, Andrea is scared of roller coasters. Yeah. They all run in, and, and she pretends to need to stay back for some reason. And she's like, and, and, no uh, one, and nobody notices. Right. And then uh, it's busy at the Peach Pit. Mr. Brandon is walking around looking for Ginger, who is crying in the bathroom, in the men's room. Where he goes in there, he's like, you okay? And she's like, oh, man, Mr. Brandon, the theater has never heard of the guy that I work for, Mr. Reynolds. Parnell. 
Uh, she said, they've never heard of him. I don't know what to do. I got all these people, and they're going to be so mad. That they can't see the hit like, film. Yeah, and he, and yeah. <laughs> they want to cop and a half, all these people. <clears throat> uh, and she's like, is that the bill? And he's like, yep. He's like, it's not that bad. She's like, how much? It's like over $300. She's like, I don't have any money. And he's like, ugh. <laughs> Why did you come here then? Yeah, she knew she didn't have the money. Because the thing was supposed to be covered by the guy that she's working for. Right. But she can't get a hold of him. And now the theater has not heard of any of this either. Who is this guy with this great scheme to like screw over a bunch of people? Oh, no. Yeah, what is his... Because all is these he people... just being a dickhole? All these people have already paid. Oh, they paid him the money. Right. And now he should have arranged for the food to right. have been paid for. Yes. And, and for their viewing of Cop and a Half. Right. Yeah. So, uh, she's like, I don't know what to do or say to anybody. And uh, Brandon's like, in my uh, opinion, it's best to tell people the truth. They'll understand. Uh, they don't understand. They're like, we're not leaving until we meet Bert. Uh, and Steve's like, how would you guys like to meet Samantha Sanders? And they're like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, then back at Six Flags, Andrea continues to make excuses for not riding a roller coaster. Sounds I'm, exciting. I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm getting like sound. I'm like I don't care about this B plot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she's too scared. Ben back at the peach pit. Uh, Steve tries to make Ginger feel better. Uh, Dilly comes in and throws Steve under the bus because Steve's all like, "Oh, listen, my mom's an actress and this and that. I could probably get Burt Reynolds." And then Steve come, Dilly comes in. And he's like, "Steve's always full of crap and no, and none. Of, he doesn't ever follow through any of this shit. And his mom can't do anything for you." <laughs> it's like, ouch. And so they go Dylan outside. Starts out, he's like, "Hey, I'll help you with uh, with your restaurant full of people," and then he just starts fucking with everybody. Yeah. Um, so Dilly, he's been a real wild card since his oh, dad yeah. exploded. Uh, it changes people. Um, Dilly and Steve go outside to talk, and it starts getting heated. Like they might get into a fight. They're in the parking lot and shit like that. While this is happening, Ginger runs out behind them and jumps in Brandon's car and drives away. Uh, what? Yeah. And then Brandon comes out and they're like, what? She just left in your car. He's like, I didn't give her my keys. They're like, holy shit, she just stole your fucking Damn, car. That's awesome. Yeah. And they're like, what the shit? And Brandon's like, I'll call the cops. And Dilly and Steve get into Steve's Corvette and chase her. And uh, so they're, and then there's a chase and they're driving down the street. And then a thing happened and I recorded some audio. Oh, amazing. Because nice. <laughs> this made me real happy. And I can't uh, possibly describe it. So it's only a 10-second clip. Let me just grab my voice recorder app. There you are. Amazing. Okay. Hold on a second. Here's our clip. Okay. What? Did Wait, say? what? Steve, this ain't a video game. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, this ain't a video, video game. game. <laughs> I had no idea this was the musical episode. <laughs> Steve, this ain't a video game. It's kind of nice vibrato. Well, you know yeah. what? He was directing this episode too. He's like, finally. No, no, J- Jason Priestley directed. This is that's Dilly. That was Dilly. That was Dilly. Oh man, I thought that was Brandon. No, yeah, me too. Dilly. Brandon, Steve, Brandon, Steve, Brandon, Brandon stayed at the peepee. Steve is in a video game. Yeah, Brandon stayed at the peepee to call the cops. Oh, and Dilly and Steve, who don't like each other right now. Yeah, they yeah. chase. They catch. They confront her. 
And they like cut her off. She's like, "What are you doing? I was hit you guys." And they're like, "You just stole Brandon's car." And she's like, "No, he gave me the keys." And they're like, "No, he didn't." Yeah. And uh, you know, he, you can tell that to the cops because they've been called. And she's yeah. like, oh, "Okay, look, I just thought I could go and get, you know get the money quickly. I shouldn't have taken his car without asking. I'm just really freaking out. I'm not from California. It's my first I job. Thought this here. was a video game. I just was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna go. I was on a video game. <laughs> I was gonna go try to get the money. That's what she was gonna say. Like, I, go, I just wanted to go get the money, and I just wanted to fix this thing because it, it's so out of hand. And they're like, "All right, well, what if we give you the benefit of the doubt and we'll go with you?" And she's like, "Fine." And so Br- Dylan gets into Brandon's car with her, and Steve follows in his own car, and they go to this. Uh, they go to where with the address that she has is, and it's just a vacant lot. And they're like, "Oh man!" And then she stabs them. Oh man! <laughs> anyway, and and she's like, "What if I give you a ticket to cop and a hat?" Um, then back at Six Flags, Andrea, uh, they want her to go on a roller coaster, and she doesn't want to. Oh, man, this again. Yeah, Yeah, they're really ramping up the tension on this one. But C-plot, Kelly's wallet is missing. Oh, no. Super exciting drama. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, did you have it on the bus? She's like, yes, I had it on the bus. (laughs) When did you lose it? I don't know. Uh, She doesn't Uh. know. But then she goes to the lost and found, and she finds her wallet. No money, no credit cards. Oh, no. And then somebody rode the Viper, and their hat fell off. (laughs) we got to figure out where that is. Oh, no. (laughs) That hat Uh. cost me $17. So then back at the empty parking lot that isn't the guy's office, um, Dilly calls Steve out on his empty promises because yeah. he's saying more shit about what he could do. So she then, didn't think this was going to be an empty. She was like, I'm going to go to yeah, the, had, address this the address this guy gave me. I'm going to go find out what's up. She it's, it's got lot. played mm-hmm. by this uh, prankster. Carnel. And so, prankster. <laughs> so Steve's like, fine, you know what? I'm going to try. And so he starts making phone calls. And then he's like trying to like go right to Burt Reynolds, public, uh, yeah. publicity guy. But he said he goes to, uh, then he's like, I'm going to call my mom. So he calls his mom. Back at Six Flags, David cheers up Kelly and inspires Andrea to almost ride a roller coaster. Oh, cool. She oh, does boy. not. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that was close. Yeah. <laughs> Phew. Yeah. Uh, uh, then we cut back. Steve is still on the phone, and Dilly and Ginger are having a talk. And she's like, "My name's not really Ginger; it's Tina. I moved out here and changed my name because I got in some trouble back in Oshkosh. And, Bagosh, yeah. <laughs> and I needed to just I needed a new a new, a new start. Okay, everything. And and Dilly's like, "Yeah, I get that. I guess." Um, and then uh, <laughs> my Steve, name's not really Dilly. Steve, <laughs> Steve kind of actually comes through and finds out where Burt Reynolds is going to be. Okay. Not so they can, they can go meet assault him, him. Where he is, yeah. So they're like, let's... <laughs> yeah, so they can go take his fucking money. let's go check it out. Back at Six Flags. Andrea tries to figure out why she's so scared. Oh, man. Yeah. And then Donna tells her all about what riding a roller coaster is like and weird sexy guitar music plays Whee! while she's like, it's so many things are happening and you just feel electric everywhere inside and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, why is she... Getting all sexy about the roller coaster. And I'm like, is it because she's a virgin? And uh, <laughs> and then sure enough, she's like, it's what I think, you know, might be like. Oh, man. And uh, then Andrea's like, wait, you and David never? And she's like, never. I mean, like almost once, but no, never. Yeah. Wait, that's not a that's yeah. not a reveal. I've, she has, no, she I know, was a virgin. And it's just so Andrea can go, that's okay. Me too. Oh my God, Andrea, who's forty-seven, is, <laughs> is, a, is a virgin. Yeah, that's I and she's like that. almost once with Brandon, but then he was like, "No thanks." 
And she was like, by almost once, I mean a million times. But yes. <laughs> well, we almost did it, but never did. And then they smile at each other. End of scene. That's Back nice. Back with uh, Steve. Steve's trying to talk his way onto a set so they can meet Burt Reynolds. And they're like, no way, guy. And he's like, oh, what are we going to do? And then somebody's like, extras are over here. We need more extras. And they're like, a bing. And so now they're dressed like bacteria and they're in a commercial and they're being oh, sprayed cool. with hoses. And they're like, wee. This is your mouth on Listerine. Why? Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, why Why is Burt Reynolds in a, in a Listerine commercial? commercial? Don't know. Because they're right before they get sprayed the with the hoses. The movie didn't turn out so well. <laughs> like I was going to say, he's yeah. just about to star in the hit movie Goblin. Goblin and a Half had just bombed. Yeah. And... Oh, maybe yeah. maybe there was like a promotional tie-in with bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if your partner's a kid, you got lots of germs to deal with. Yeah, they're filthy. Right before they get sprayed with the hoses, Steve's like, "Hey, isn't Burt Reynolds in this scene?" They're like, "He already filmed him stuff this morning. He left an hour ago." They're like, "Oh, spray, oh, spray. no!" And they laugh and have fun anyway. Here's um, your five hundred dollars. Hey. So then they're leaving they take the commercial shoot, and then the cops show up. Turns out they forgot to tell Mr. Brandon that they had his car. So the cops are still looking for Brandon's stolen car. So then they're in the cop shop, and they got to call no, Brandon. Like, no, like, I swear, it's a hilarious what's turn going of events. On. So then Ginger, well, whose it's name a turn is... Of events. Ginger, whose name is actually Tina, is mm-hmm. sitting with Dilly, and she's like, listen, that trouble that I told you I got into wasn't so minor. This could be bad. I murdered a guy. <laughs> I, I'm, I killed Burt Reynolds. Yeah. And he's like, what? What did you do? And just when that happened, Steve comes out and he's like, hey, guys, we're free to go. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> and they're like, oh, terrific. And they leave. Hey, guys, they gave this guy a handy and we're free to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they're outside and they're like, hey, Burt Reynolds we, is going to be. We were free to go before the handy. I just gave it to him. <laughs> uh, Dylan, I like to smile. Uh, Dylan and Steve and Tina are like, oh, man, we can go find him now. But. Steve's like, oh, I have to, but I have to be at detention or I'm fucked. Like, I got I got to go. I'm sorry, yeah. Tina. I can't help you. And she's like, but you promised. And he's like, I know, I know. And, and uh, he's like, well, Dylan can take you. And she's like, but Dylan doesn't know Burt Reynolds. Like, you might know some of these yeah. people. It has to be you. And so then Dilly takes one for the team. And Dilly goes to detention because it's a substitute teacher who doesn't know what Steve looks like. And Dilly goes to detention for Steve. Damn. So he can take Tina to meet Burt Reynolds. Even though, wait, what? <laughs> This is the best episode. <laughs> that <laughs> sentence just wore me out. Yeah. <laughs> so Dilly's in detention for Steve. Back at Six Flags. Dilly's Andrea in detention for Steve. Still won't ride a roller coaster. Oh my god. <laughs> but yep. Donna is sitting there in a purse snatcher, grabs her purse. Oh, the most adventurous day yeah. at Ma- yeah. <laughs> Magic Mountain. Yeah. Purse purse snatcher. This grabs- is not a, a good advertisement for Magic Mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah you lose Magic all Mountain. You lose all your shit and get your shit stolen. Right. So, and then uh, your friend won't go on a ride. Purse snatcher steals Donna's purse, but doesn't get away with it because Donna kicks the shit out of him. Sweet. Nice. Yeah, I was like, wow. I'm <laughs> starting to really like me. Yeah, Donna's getting all right. Beats him into the ground. And then they catch him. So he's the guy who stole Kelly's wallet. Yeah. Blah, 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 anyway. Because there's only one thief yep. in the whole park. That's right, right. He's wearing entirely too much denim. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So then where are we? Steve and Tina miss Bert again. Steve tells her he can't just walk away. Oh, she's like, oh, what? How do they... Okay, so, yeah, they, they try and find Bert. It's not working out. And she's like, I can't uh, I can't go back and tell these people what's up. Why don't you and me just, like, uh, let's get in your car and drive to Vegas. And he's like, you can't just walk away from your problems. Uh, Steve is learning. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, she's like, let's go to Vegas. I've got $2,500 right here. And he's like, you what? You have $2,500? What are we doing? What's all this crazy running around? You could have paid for the food easily yeah. and all this, you know, whatever. And she's like, listen, my name isn't Ginger. Oh, she God. didn't hear the Tina thing. Okay. He, Steve didn't hear the Tina oh, part. Right. She's like, my name isn't Ginger. It's Adrian. And I had uh, I ran into some problems back in Salt Lake City, and I came to California to start over. Oh, um, boy. Like, oh, my goodness. And she does the same sob story that she gave. Dilly. Guys, I think she might be lying about one of these I names. Don't know. And so Steve takes her back to uh back to the PP where she can apologize to these people, which she does. Okay. And while she's apologizing and about to say, like, I'll give you all your money back, guess who walks through the door? Bert Reynolds. Uh, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> Bert fucking Reynolds finally shows up in this episode, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Thank God. It's a hideous jacket he's wearing. It's like a, one of those leather ones. It's all kinds of colors all yeah, over the place. I feel like he was wearing one of those in Cop and a Half. Yeah, probably. So he comes rolling uh, in, and everyone's like, hit movie, Cop and a Half. Sorry. <laughs> they go nuts for him. And he's like, oh, fun. Hey, where's Nat? He's my buddy. This is my favorite stool. And I'll sign some autographs. Yeah. Uh, it and it true. turns out it's Dylan in a disguise. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I love it here. And looks at his hand. Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> the Peach Pit is my mm-hmm. favorite place to eat. <laughs> uh, once again, I'm Bert Reynolds. Reynolds. <laughs> looking at his hand. <laughs> Back at Six Flags, the gang is walking around talking about fucking I don't know what. And then uh, they're about to leave. And just as they're about to leave the park, Andrea goes, I'll do wait, it. there's just one thing I've got to oh do. Oh, my God. And we cut to Andrea <sighs> on a roller coaster. She's yeah. loving it. So and much her fucking fun. head flies <laughs> off. And she dies up there. <laughs> I thought you were yeah. going to say, we, we cut to her and she's getting boned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's fucking a stranger in the middle of the park. <laughs> she's like, I haven't done it either, but there's one last thing I got to do here today. Too scared to go on a roller coaster. And Donna said it was probably the same. Yeah, I got my thrill. Thanks, Six Flags. <laughs> Thanks, Six Flags. <laughs> she got a t-shirt that said, I went to Six Flags, I rode the turkey boat. <laughs> okay, back at the Peach Pit, the gang all hangs out. Ginger's with them. Ginger, Adrian, Tina. Uh, Bert took everybody to the Cop and a Half premiere. And uh, and they're all sitting around like, hey, Burt Reynolds, what a terrific guy. Yeah, he seems great. I love Evening Shade. Burt Reynolds. He's relevant. Burt will be in this show if you say these seven things about him. (laughs) And I'm like, what kid in 1990, what like 13 or 14 year old girl was like, Burt Reynolds? (laughs) Terrible. Um, So anyway, they're sitting around and everything seems okay. And then a guy comes in and comes up to Brandon's table, the gang, and he's like, I'm looking for a girl named Marla. And they're like, never heard of her. And she's like, she's just $5,000 of my money. My name's Parnell, and I run a fucking Hollywood Adventures tour thing. And she ripped me off. And I don't know why he knew to go to the beach pit to find her, but whatever. (laughs) And uh, then they all look at each other and they're like, uh and so, like, Steve and Dilly and Mr. Brandon all go to the bathroom, and, and they, like, open the door, and first Brandon pokes his head in, and he goes, Ginger, and then Dilly's head pops in above Brandon's, goes, Tina. Oh, God. And, they, <laughs> and then Steve's on top of that. Uh, Adrian, 
And then the door opens, and it's just some uh, big bearded guy. And he's like, I'm Marty. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. And then they hear a car start and pull out in the driveway or in the uh, parking lot. And they all look at each other, and they go, who's got the keys? Freeze frame. End of the, end of the show. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, That's right. sad. <laughs> I love the ending. Who's got the keys? Who's got the keys? Which one of you has a keys? (laughs) This is a video game. (laughs) So I'm going to listen to this episode over tomorrow just to hear that. Yeah, pretty good. Mm. Uh, So this was terrific. The woman who was lying about who she was is in inside. So yeah. somebody else has stolen the car now. No, she went out through no, the bathroom went. window. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Presumably stole. So Brandon's she has the car, car again? again. Yeah, I don't really. If I wanted a backseat driver, I would have bought a car with a backseat. All right. Steve is saying video game. <laughs> <laughs> it's always great. Yeah. Oh, pretty good. Uh, well, next week we'll have another episode. We'll figure out where the car is. Yeah, or and will whether. We? Whether or not this we is will. a video game. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. That's that's good. That's yeah. terrific. Um, otherwise, that's the end of this this uh, segment of the show. If you would like to let us know what you thought of it, you can email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Yeah. Rate and review us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at SYNWPC. Or just go to modernsuperior.com for all your podcast needs. Yeah. Uh, please email us. Let us know what you think. Yeah. We love the feedback. Yeah, um, come but, on. It validates us as human beings. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll be back next week. We'll have uh, reviews of the movies that we rolled for. I have to see the last Witch Hunter. You guys can see whatever you want. Anything. I can, I can see the first Witch you Hunter. You motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> It'd probably be more interesting. Um, and we will have a review of the AFI album. Black uh, Sails in oh, the Sunset. Uh, I will listen to this one since I used to like it when I was in high school. <laughs> right. So we'll see. Right. Yeah. Quotes around used to. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll maybe I'll enjoy it. Maybe. Well, I don't think Freedom there's any Gorman maybe about it. Wants. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, until next week, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, internet. This isn't a video game. Yeah, goodbye, you turkey flutes. Very much. And we love you very much. <laughs> 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 love you very much. <laughs> We love you very much. <laughs> Three out of ten. <laughs>
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.